Welcome in to Mozzie and the Muscle. We're already to week eight of the NFL season. We're almost halfway done. <laughs> so oh my goes god! So quickly. What, what oh, the man. fuck? It makes me How sad. has it happened? I'm, I'm gonna miss it real bad. <laughs> I know. It's like I wait all year for it to come back, and then it's over. Yeah, it just flies right by, man. It's it's a real bummer, you know. You know, it's, it's sad or Rooney, but you know it happens. Yep. You live and you learn, and you you learn that the that fantasy football is always going to find a way to fuck you. So, <laughs> how did you do this week? Um, see, we I had a lot of really close games, like a lot of really close losses. Um, I think I won. I think I was like one in five this week because I no two two and four. That's right, I was two and four this week. So, because two dynasty losses and then two normally losses, but. Obviously, the the one I have Mahomes in, I'm just buzz sawing through. I've got Mahomes right. and James White in a PPR, so like my team's a fucking buzz saw, dude. After Michelle went down too, yeah, man, it, it was it's like a two hundred dollar auction budget. I got James White for a buck, so that Fuck. that was that was like the play. And now I've got Nick Chubb back, so this is like, like my page. best league for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it is super flex. I've got Russ and Mahomes. Yeah, I'm ready to just slice the league in half. Yeah, right down the middle. Yeah, I got I got to rename a team this week, and I'm I'm torn between Milky Tentacles and the Bugmobile. I think I'm gonna go with Milky Tentacles, but both are both are pretty demeaning. <laughs> the Bugmobile. <laughs> yeah. How 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 was your fantasy week? Not great. It was one of those weeks where, <laughs> so I have four teams, two Dynasty, two ESPN, and every time I win in the Delta Sig League, I lose in all the rest of them. And vice versa. Every time I win in the other leagues, I lose in the Delta Sig one. So naturally, I won in ours. Yay. And I lost in the other three. Really? <laughs> one was one like I'm still salty about. Uh, Denver defense putting up 33 is just yeah. insane. That boned but, a lot of people. <laughs> like, And when, as soon as that happened, like it was on Thursday too. That's the worst part. It was on Thursday. <laughs> Your whole so week is just done. You just know already, like, why am I even playing the rest of the week? And I lost, like, 150 to 140 or something. I, like, my team played pretty damn well. <sighs> yeah, it's oh, it's tough. I like, I had a league where I thought I was going to just get blown out, and I, like, started all my high upside guys and just fucking wrecked. So sometimes you just got to, you know, just shoot for, you know, your ceiling. Um sometimes it works sometimes yeah like i didn't think i was going to be andy this week and then the rams defense gave me like 20 something <laughs> points which is like i honestly was highly considering not starting them just because against i felt like san fran had been showing me some good offensive mm -hmm. prowess lately and the rams d wasn't great nope yeah they and i was like them. but i couldn't think of anyone better to put in so i just left them in yeah i it yeah, worked. So before we get into our uh, bangers and mash, there are two things on my mind. Um, one, Nick Chubb got a start, went well, broke some tackles. It made me happy. It's you know it's good to see Nick Chubb getting getting his time to shine because he's good. So that makes me happy. I have him in pretty much every league, but like one. So Nick Chubb, I held him forever. And then the next one, it's it's very sad. Um, Chad Kelly got released after. Wandering into someone's home and sitting down on the couch and mumbling, apparently, it's, it's weird. So, that's wow, I didn't know the whole yeah, story. Yeah, so like he like 
walked into someone's house. They said he like broke in, but like there was no sign of forced entry. And like he just like sat down on the couch and was like mumbling incoherently. And like apparently he didn't have alcohol in his system, so like okay, what drug did he take or something? But it was a. It, I'm like it's so sad just because like he was. He was on. He was so on the verge of getting a start, and like Vance Jarvis, Joseph had like just came out and said that like if Chad Kelly had to be in, he would trust him like to start. And I'm like, ugh. So wow. Yeah, it's and it's tough because he's had like obviously a history of off the field issues, like along with his injury that was obviously why he fell in the draft to the last pick. So literally the last pick, and it was pretty much just because John Elway and Jim <laughs> Kelly are friends, and Jim Kelly is Chad Kelly's uncle. So. Well, that fell through, unfortunately. Yeah, so I, don't know. I think someone will pick him up. It's going to be the Pats, isn't it? It's going to be the Pats, the Patrick. <laughs> they, they, the Pats like the reclamation projects, and like Chad Kelly's good. So, I mean, if the Patriots picked up the son of Jim Kelly and then proceeded to torture the Bills with it for the next 20 oh, years, dude. that would sort of yeah. be fitting. Or Jim Kelly's nephew, but... Nephew, sorry. Yeah. I mean, close enough. <laughs> Jim Kelly's relative and torture the Bills with him. That would His be... last name is still Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> that or he goes to the Bills and wears Jim Kelly's number 12. I think it's number 12. And then <laughs> just <laughs> people could bring back their Kelly jerseys. But yeah, I mean, because like, oh, that seems like a Patriot thing to do is to pick up Chad Kelly. That's like my hunch. But we'll see. There are teams that could use him. I think it'd be an upgrade over Eli right now, to be honest. <laughs> And, like, I know I was we were talking to Jay Watt, and he was like, I, he's like, he couldn't be at Case Keno. I'm like, all of Denver has their head up their collective ass. Like, he should be starting, but we'll see. Eh, it's whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. You know, I'll be happy if he gets a shot not in Denver, so I won't have to root for Denver. So There you go. But, um, anyway, let's move on to our bangers and mash. That's our studs and duds. I've ranted long enough. So, um. Some quarterback studs we had, Trubisky, Luck, and Mayfield this week. Um, Luck's, or we're talking about Luck pretty much just to remind you that, like, you can keep, I mean, that he's back, maybe, I guess. I Luck's mean, back, baby. He put up, like, a shitload of touchdowns. He had, like, the Russell Wilson line of, like. 160 and four. Yeah, some crazy <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, because he had four touchdowns. And what was it? It was. Yeah, 156. One, yeah, dude, that's absurd. Hey, in our in our one league, he he has scored the exact same amount of points each week, twenty six point seven. Wow! Or not each week, the last two weeks. I mean, that's neat. Yeah, he's QB three in the year, so. Hey, he's worth it. We were high on him in the off season. Yeah, QB seven on average, but man, Trubisky though he has been popping off these last few weeks. I think it's harder to think it doesn't keep going against the Jets. I would assume it will, at least like to a sufficiently good stat line. Mm-hmm. But like maybe not thirty three, but yeah, he runs though. That's the thing. He gives you a floor now. Like they're, they're he's running more. He had eighty one yards rushing last week and a touchdown. Yeah, he was also a running back last week. But like he's he's got he gives you a floor of like an extra passing touchdown with his running now. So that's a that's a thing. That's good. Like well, someone on the Bears has to be right. Yeah. Man, fucking I mean, he had a touchdown, but he had what like. No yards, yards yeah. <laughs> Rip. Um, Tariq Cohen outscored him. Yeah, dude, Tariq Cohen's been popping off. I, I, the w- words are hard. So I know before the season I had them projected pretty closely, but like after the first few weeks, Tariq had like, or Tariq had like one pop week before the bye, and I'm like, I think it's just a blip. It has not been a blip. I was wrong on that. 
but um well i dropped him for burton at some point i don't really regret it burton's been yeah. amazing yeah that, that was that was a good move i would say because quarterbacks <laughs> are easy to replaceable and mm -hmm. most tight ends are bad so i think burton's a good grab <laughs> two tight end set baby <laughs> it's been working for you too much man it's hilarious <laughs> fucking Ebron. But, um, yeah, his time's coming to an end. Yep. Yeah, Doyle is, might be back this week. He's practicing again, so that's worth noting. I guess jumping ahead a bit in our injury stuff, but yeah. And then Mayfield had a good comeback effort, and he yeah. is now memeable. <laughs> oh, man, that face he made at the end. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so... Was, oh, my... It was, it was like a 60-yarder, right? <laughs> I want to say like 56. But it was a, it was a long. It was a long field a long goal. ass field goal. Sorry, foot touchdown. Foot touchdown. <laughs> correct. It's and Baker's long... like, there's no way. Yeah, there's it was no it was like the meme of that one lady like looking like she's got her hands on her knees and like she's like huh like she has like that look on her face like I, I saw those two compared. So that's mm -hmm. another Baker Baker comparison meme. But he had a good week. He I mean they threw some. Um. He's, I mean, he'll run, he'll run some. He got forty yards on the, yeah, forty-three yards on the ground, so that's pretty good. But I think he's, I mean, he's in, he's, he's in the streamer, streamer realm now, right? Baker. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll only start to click more and more with the offense, and they really don't have many expectations. Like they're at this point, they're just like, you're the starter. Just go out there and see what you can yeah. do, and I think it's only going to get better. So the next three weeks. He's got Pittsburgh, Kansas City, and Atlanta. Pittsburgh, going in Pittsburgh, it's a good matchup, but I don't know if I'd do it. Just because, like, I don't know if this, is, this seems like a trap on, like, the matchup game. But Yeah, I would, I would want other options first. But, yeah, he said he gets Kansas City and the Falcons the next two weeks in Pittsburgh. Or, sorry, in Cleveland. So those are definitely good options. So I keep, maybe he'll actually do what I hope Andy Dalton would do. <laughs> <laughs> do well in prime time. Yeah, dude. Do well I, I'm sure. I'm sure Baker's good in prime time. That's like a thing I would right. money on. With Baker. <laughs> like juices him up. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Jarvis Landry juices him up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, juice. Yeah, if I had to bet now on Mayfield being good in prime time in his career, I would bet on that. <laughs> For sure. Um, <laughs> but running back studs, Marlon Mack, dude. I thought he wasn't good. I don't know what happened. Man, he ran train last week, didn't he? Yeah, who did they play again? I forgot. Oh, the Bills. Yeah, the Bills went bad to be went back to being bad against the run. So <laughs> he he was also like I was watching the game for a little bit. He was really like I don't want to you know say the wrong he word, but good. he was really trying. Yeah, he's healthy he now. That's a big pushing, thing. like fighting for yards sometimes. Like things that should have stopped him at three yards turned into eight, and it just mm -hmm. kept happening all day. I don't know if that was just poor tackling by the Bills. Probably it might have been a little column A, column yeah, B action. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I, <laughs> I mean, it's. But, like, I mean, he gets Oakland this week, so like I think you keep, you know, you, yeah, you, you can't I, sit him after that one. Yeah, I think I think the Mac will return with a good performance in uh, Oakland. The Mac attack. Yeah. And then uh, James White, obviously this one's going to continue with Sony Michelle down for at least this week. But man, dude, dude, he's been a gem. Oh yeah. He like he's he's been like a like late round draft waiver wire gem type of guy. He's 
in half PPR even, he's the running back seven. Obviously, that's in total points, so the average will be a little different. But, I mean, he's steady. Like, he gets a ton of targets. That's the big thing. That's that's such high value in that. His worst week was 11.7 points. Yeah, it's absurd. Like, how well he's doing right now. And, like, it's Tom, Tom Brady trusts him. That's, like, the biggest thing. Tom Brady trusts him. And if, if the plant man is on your side, then... <laughs> I mean, like, that's why Josh Gordon's doing well now. Like, Tom Brady is, like, trusting Josh Gordon now. I know. It's so great. Unless you're a Browns fan, then, you know, I'm sorry. That was just kind of expected. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Dang. James White's outscoring. Um Zeke and uh, David Johnson, by the way. It's a fun fact. That's nuts. Yeah. Which is nice because I have <laughs> a lot of Zeke and David Johnson. <laughs> That's rough. But anyway, um, yeah, White. I mean, like, yeah, he's just been a gem. It's been it's been Another nice way we could put it is he only has 17 points less than Alvin Kamara. That's wild, dude. <coughs> oh, my God. That's, that's knocking futz, dude. That's not gonna. He's, he's like he's like neck and neck with Kareem in PPR. I don't know how it isn't if it's probably a little different in half, but let me take a look. Oh my god! But it's just like it's just weird that like no one would. Ex- it's one of those things that like no one expects to happen before the season. But yeah, it's well everybody knows his role with the Patriots, and everybody's familiar with how he's used. He's just not a flashy back. Yeah, people don't want to take him early. Everyone was and on you... the Burkhead hype too, and like he got hurt, so that's part of it. But like, I think we talked about it briefly that like we thought we thought he was being overdrafted just because he wasn't like that great. I don't know. Yeah, he's a, you know ex Bengals player. Like what one like when shit hits the fan, James White's gonna be there. So <laughs> yeah, always we watched that mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Oh, Anyway, it was two years ago, and I still remember it not so fondly. Yeah, I was I was very upset with that outcome of that game of football that I watched. <laughs> it was bad. Um, anyway, Cream Hunt popped off. Um, he's had a good string of weeks. I mean, if he if he's getting the touchdowns, then it's good. What did he get in regular leagues? Because he got forty two in our fucking dynasty league and destroyed us. Oh, and like the half point per carry. And and, yeah. ha- and half PBR he still got thirty four point six. Christ, I cracked. So the, the last <laughs> the last two <laughs> weeks he's gotten five receptions each week, and that's been like the big thing is he's you know getting the ball in the air more, and that was like that was the issue to start was he wasn't getting that receiving volume mm-hmm. that he was you know last year, and so now he's actually getting that. Yeah, he's got five <clears throat> receptions each last two weeks on six targets each last two weeks. So if that keeps up. And, dude, you know he's just going to fucking annihilate Denver. Oh, my gosh. His stats are going to – his rushing yards will be mile high this week. Oh, yeah. There we go. Even uh, though it'll be an arrowhead. Uh, yeah, I know. I just had to say it because Denver. I, it, yeah. That was perfect. His his Hold arrowhead on. is pointing up. Right? Uh. Right? <laughs> right? Ding! Um, anyway, Lamar Miller had a good week. Um is there more segments? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, now I've, that's enough work. I think Lamar he could Miller. like. I think he could have another okay week against Miami. Like, I actually see that happening. I don't see it being a long term thing, mm-hmm. but this two week stretch here, 
I'm buying in. Yeah, well, he gets Miami and Denver before the bye, and like I don't, I don't think they'll bring Dante Foreman back before the bye. We'll talk about him a bit later. Um, but so like as long as as long as you know Foreman's not there, the next two weeks against Miami and Denver, that's like decent matchups. So he's usable. Yeah, we'll stick with that. Usable, usable. serviceable. I think he's a solid floor RB three flex with RB two upside. Yes, yeah, just RB two upside. Yes, <laughs> because I think because this was upside and that was he was one two three six seven eight nine ten. He's like eleven or twelve. Yeah, I I lost the count, but he like he was like on the fringe of RB one two, and that's like I think sixteen point four and a half PPR is is his is his ceiling. Yep, that's that's so. it. <laughs> do i see him getting more than 20 points a game not really no he, like, but you know if he gets you 18 that's awesome last year he had a really good stretch when deshaun watson was popping off but like their offensive line is just ass and a half and watson's <laughs> so like kind of he's like a little howled because he had to fucking travel on a bus because he couldn't on the plane because it's like he had like a partially collapsed lung or some crazy crap holy shit it was like it was definitely bruised um well good thing you have two right uh, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> shake it off kid take a lap yeah it's football but yeah he he took some hits so he's taking a lot of hits from that shitty line so they might be the worst yeah because miller had a good week by the way he's on our does but watson kind of had a rough week but it was uh the jags so it wasn't like anything like expected that much but mm-hmm um, speaking of garbage, um, the Giants receivers had a good week um, on a garbage team in garbage time. Um, like, I'm pretty sure mo- like, almost all of their stuff came like in the fourth quarter when the game was done. Like, the score did not reflect how out of hand the game was for most of it. Oh, not at all. The Falcons were like comfortably in the league for the entire game. Yeah, and like, because OBJ was wide receiver two, and Sterling Shepard was like seven or something, but like. Shepherds was like almost all garbage time, or at least a good portion of it was. And um, OBJ's touchdown was, I believe, in garbage time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I know Saquon got in, right? Yeah, that was that was like when the game was still like maybe in reach, but like I think Odell's was right at the end of the game, right? Yeah. Because then they like that, yeah. But terrible clock management, by the way, just worth mentioning. <laughs> while we're on it when they kept I mean, like qb sneaking twice <laughs> yeah they qb sneaked twice <laughs> no timeouts yeah jesus fuck oh dude did you see the the jokes about chad kelly when he like got into the house they're like he's working on his qb sneak hey <laughs> and, like okay that's funny even though it's a sad situation i'm like it was super oh, fuck that's funny <laughs> Well, I, I, I said it was actually just Case Keenum in a Chad Kelly mask. Well, then he would have been intercepted on his mission. Uh-huh. He would have got stopped before the door. <laughs> but, yeah, Case Keenum's like, mm-hmm, I'm safe for now. Ke- no one's going to cheer for Kevin Hogan to take over. Just wait. <laughs> Dude, if you get benched for Kevin Hogan, what does that make you? Just Jim Kaiser? Like- it makes you the Browns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but um yeah odell and shepherd had good weeks but it was a lot of garbage time so worth noting um john brown you're one of your good calls from last week um obviously i i i, I, I agreed with it like yeah. it, he popped off against the saints who the i saints mean defense oh yeah yeah and like 
they've been getting torched and allowing deep balls and that's John Brown's thing. So he had was seven for one thirty four and a touchdown. So hard to hard to beat that. Hard to beat that. Yeah. It's hard seven. to beat that unless you're Emmanuel Sanders who did beat that. <laughs> cause he cause he he gets he got some rushing, right? What did he do? Oh he, he threw a touchdown pass, that's right. Sanders, yeah, yeah he, he had the two Sutton. different kinds of touchdown. <laughs> yeah. That that toss to Sutton was pretty solid. Sutton fucking laid out for that. That was good. I thought he was Sutton is uh better than I initially prescribed him to be. I mm-hmm. I'll admit that. I didn't think Sutton was gonna do that well and I, I think he's elevating Case Keenum. Yeah, it's literally all rookie. on if he can like catch. That's the biggest thing. If he can like continue to like you know, not drop everything, then catch a ball that's like five yards off thrown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that was good the other night that he that he put up. But um yes, I mean Sanders has been in, in sync with Keenum all year and mm-hmm. John Brown and Flacco have been in sync all year. John, I mean, yeah, they're both very talented. John Brown's finally healthy right now, and it makes me so happy because he's really good. Mm-hmm. But, um, he's pretty young still, too, right? Like twenty six, not even. He's on. He's he's on. He's a couple of years under thirty. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I'll look it up. Which is a lot of people last name Brown. That's a common last name, I bet, huh? Just a few. Yeah, he's twenty eight. But um, he's twenty eight. Wow, that's older than I thought. I mean, still young for a receiver. Yeah, because he was drafted in 2014, but I guess he was old when he came. Yeah, he was 24 when he came in. By that, you know, math. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so he was old to start. Yeah, 24 is really old to start. But um, Yeah, as a wide receiver? Shit. Yeah, just in general. <laughs> Unless you're Brandon Whedon. But <laughs> hey, Mayfield started at 23, right? <laughs> Maybe. How old? I don't know how old Mayfield is. Sometimes the quarterbacks are a little older, but that's about it. Anyway, hey, Darnold's 20. Yeah, he's young and youngin is he, is he 21 now or i don't know getting up he time. might be now yeah. yeah we can keep going oh Ju- juju was super young though he, he turned 21 right like, in the league he's <laughs> absurd um but on the tight ends i'll let you talk about tight ends since you start so many of them hey no <laughs> the two tight ends set it's working uh let's see who's the first guy i swear like if you run and... if you run two tight end on me in our double sick league and beat me i'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be miffed. I will be <laughs> sufficiently miffed. Oh, Trey Burton had a really nice week against the Patriots. We think we all kind of saw that one coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had nine receptions, which was really nice to see. He was definitely Trubisky's safety blanket for the game, and uh, 126 yards and a touchdown to boot. So he was the tight end one. And who else? Uh, Zach Ertz. So in one league, I think I have both of them. Is it the Delta Sig one? Yeah. You, they, they, they smashed. They both got like 20-ish. <laughs> Ertz was also great. We were talking last week about the Panthers and how they're well, not very good. They were good the top two tight ends, actually. Well, Michael Roberts was tied for... Yeah, I'll give Michael Roberts benefits out there. But yeah, I mean, Carolina is not good against the tight end. We I feel like we can confirm that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After my bold Dallas Goddard prediction, and he actually did okay. Him and Ertz. That fucking nailed it. That and the the fucking Curtis Samuel touchdown (laughs) call, dude. I don't know how you did that, but it worked. So, well, even you said it might be Torrey Smith, and I agreed with you. I was like, hey, it could be Torrey Smith, but for some reason, get a deep one. Yeah, I feel like it's Samuel. Just kind of worked out. 
Well, what oh, other man. tight ends you like this from um, this week? Yeah, so I was looking at the scores in half PPR. Kittle, Roberts, and Ertz were all tied. They all had eighteen point three. And it's crazy. They all had different stat lines too. Like it's what? Totally... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah, it's wild. But they all ended with eight yards as their like single digit yeah. their score. So that's why. Interesting. Or was it the three? And like, is it the tap PPR? I think Michael Roberts had. No, he still had the eight. But Kittle, he and an, an odd number of uh, receptions. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's just had a shitload of yards. But <laughs> Burton was tight end one, so you smacked me with the tight end one and two, and just or you smacked whoever it was with the tight end one and two, and yeah, it was it was it was a Thornton. It's just unbelievable to win that way. Yeah. Got to do what you got to do, man. Use your best players, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> but um. I don't. I don't think. I assume Michael Roberts is not sustainable. That's my. That's my assumption. Yes, correct. I'm not buying into that at all. Uh, I would warn against buying into it. Detroit is like the Packers in that they're both in the NFC North, but they both both also hate using their tight ends. So yeah. stay away from it. Even when the Detroit had Eric Ebron, it just wasn't working, and now he's with the Colts, and it's clicking like magic. Uh huh. Yeah, she just needed a little bit of luck, you know. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy oh, Graham's had right an okay there. Year, but... Fucking volleyed it right up to you. <laughs> Jimmy Graham's gotten like some yards, so that's been wild. Right. I thought he was just a touchdown guy. <laughs> He's showing his stuff. You know, he used to be a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> what? Really? Jimmy Graham played basketball? Is that why he's so good at, you know, boxing out and rebounding for the ball? <laughs> Dude, there must be a correlation. Like, do you think guys who play basketball are good at tight end? Have we have know, we stumbled on something groundbreaking here? Because like <laughs> I've never heard anyone ever talk about that. <laughs> oh, dude. So I saw this tweet about Taysom Hill and his like snaps. So he said 16 run block snaps, or he had 16 run block snaps this week. So now on the season he has 23 quarterback snaps, three running back snaps, 22 inline tight end snaps, eight wide out snaps. Five slot snaps, five punt returner snaps, 35 kick returning snaps, 41 kick coverage snaps, 17 punt coverage snaps, and 12 field goal extra point snaps. So he's like just doing everything. Yeah, what the fuck? And he's so, on like every play. And so I took the liberty of using our account to tweet that, and I said, what a grinder, real high motor kid. Does whatever the coaches ask of him. Does a real high motor. <laughs> oh, my God. Puts his nose into the playbook. Just real, real coach's kid, you know. Just whatever the coaches ask him to do, he does it, you know. God damn, Taysom Hill. Which is funny because he's actually like is doing whatever the coaches ask him to, but it's just like it's funny and isn't fitting that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Imagine if what if Tebow were Taysom Hill. That'd be cool. Yeah. He's just used on every play in a various way. T Boner. Anyway, um <laughs> on to our duds. Um wah, wah. so primetime Andy came back to play. Um oh, I, tr- no. I trusted him. The matchup was Seemingly there, but we've seen uh, Keenum get thwarted by Kansas City. And so um, if we assume Andy Dalton's on about that level, um, which, you know, primetime Andy certainly is, um, <laughs> that occurred. So I, we, I know we discussed this, which Andy we were going to get, and it was the bad one. So Yeah, I, I was high on him. I thought he would do okay, even though it was on the road, you know, in Arrowhead, where it's really hard to play in prime time 
We should have seen it coming, shouldn't we? Yeah, why, I was like, wait, why did <laughs> why we? Why did we not see it why coming? <laughs> oh, no, because I don't under, know. It's just... Under Bill Lazor, he's been, like, better in his typical bad situations. I'll have to look up the exact stuff, but, like, he's been no, a lot better been. in division and stuff. I don't know about the primetime stats. That might just be he's him. He's still done okay, like, in primetime since they, you know, under the new regime. Like, he's been doing all right. Mm-hmm. But... This was the first real bad dud. Yeah, and then... Case Keaton had like the worst possible fantasy week you could, winning by <laughs> winning forty five to whatever it was. So I didn't even see what he got. What did he do? He, I mean, because because Sanders threw a touchdown and like they didn't have to do like they got two defensive touchdowns, like so that's three of their team touchdowns that Keaton had to do anything with. He like barely passed. I think. Let me look up his attempts, but it was like it was nothing. It was just. Yeah, he passed 21 times, so... Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, only Case Keaton could do that. He threw a pick, too, but... Win a game and not be responsible for any of that win. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That's sad. And then, um... On to running backs. Um, In that same game, David Johnson had a dud, which was sad because the matchup was pristine. And then Zeke also had a dud, which is the Cowboys, so... That's that's the bummer of those two. It's like they're on meh teams, so like that's gonna happen some. Yeah, and the Redskins defense is sneaky good. <laughs> yeah, it's deceptive. Deceptive. I mean, okay, so like Zeke's been like cons- he had that one blow up game where he got thirty two and it a dud last week, but he's been like in the in the teens pretty much every week though. Like he's been like okay for you for the most part, and like from yeah. a running back that's like kind of. I guess it's you know, okay. Like David Johnson's had two dud weeks, but he's been like he's been in that teens and had a twenty pointer. Like so, he's he's definitely been disappointing, but he's not been like the worst thing in the world. So it's it's really just like how the rest of your team's been. But I don't know. I think the Cowboys like after they come back from bye, like having Amari Cooper is gonna help a lot, even if they don't use him a ton. Like it'll just be the effect of, of like you know. It's not going to be Cole Beasley and Michael Gallup won't be the main threats anymore on the, on the receiver, you know, spectrum. So that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Joe Mixon dudded. I mean, the Bengals pooped. So that's going to happen. Yeah, they get down real bad. Yeah, that was a bummer, Reno, right there. I was really disappointed. That had the potential to be a pretty good game. Yeah, he still got 13 carries and five targets. So like, even in a blowout, the opportunity was still there. So like you got to like him versus Tampa this week, even though their run defense is pretty decent. Like, I don't know. They're a bad defense, so he could easily get in the end zone. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah, because, like, technically against the run, they're fine, but, like, I get, like, fantasy-wise against running backs, they're not great just because they're just such a bad defensive team that, like, touchdowns happen and, like, receptions will happen. And Joe Mixon can catch the ball, Yeah, which helps. Yeah, he's good, so... Yeah. He'll bounce back, guys. Don't mm-hmm. worry. Um, speaking of someone I think will bounce back this week, Allen Robinson had a rough week. Um, they just didn't need him. I mean, <laughs> the Patriots kind of took him out of the game, and the Bears were like, okay. And it was a good game, <laughs> but um, yeah. It Alan was Robinson so had, close. He had like one catch Mary. for four yards. Yeah, dude. The Kevin White one. He almost got in, dude. If Kevin, if Kevin fucking White would have been the hero of that game, what a story. <laughs> Kevin White beats the Patriots. Oh, man. 
<laughs> what the fuck? It's good to see him like back and playing at least, because he had some gruesome injuries, man, and it was that was rough start. So like, if he can salvage his career at all, that's a good. That'd be a miracle. I think yeah. most people have written him off by now. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. I think he's on our dynasty league. <laughs> I'm sure he is. And um, Co- Bears Homer fan. Yeah. Um, Corey Davis had a rough week. Um, honestly, like aside from his week against Philly, he's not had a good season. Like, no. I mean, it's just the Titans have been bad. Like, that's all there is to it. And like, <laughs> he has he has 56 targets on the year. And then that's what eight targets a game, yeah. So he's getting he's getting a, a good amount of targets. It's just like the Titans are struggling a lot. They're such a stupid team. It yeah. just pisses me off so much that they went for two in that situation. <coughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm pulling up the thing now. <coughs> okay, this is my short rant about how stupid it was that the Titans went for two to win the game against the Chargers. Because, quite frankly, in the entire fourth quarter, the Chargers put up three points with one field goal. They were winning that game. They were coming back. Like, they do what they need to do as an organization. So the Titans win games by just slowly tightening up their defense in the second half of games and just consistently putting up even if it's a little bit of points with field goals they still like slowly keep the score close throughout Mm -hmm. the game and they did that for like two hours against (laughs) the chargers and then blew it on one fucking play it was so stupid they were dominating the chargers offense if they had gone to overtime which is what an extra point would have done for them like have faith in your team. Yeah, unless the they just tuckered it. But... Well, yeah, I mean exactly. <laughs> but those are lower. Those are low odds. It's like if you don't have faith in your kicker, that's one thing. If they've missed earlier in the day, but I don't think Suckup had. Like there was no reason he wouldn't have made it. It was just like, oh, let's win the game now, and they threw the game away. Yeah, on the and last like, play. I, I get wanting to like do it, and like there's there's a lot of discussion on. Okay, so like I, I'm more more kind of ranting. So like in the Giants game, initially I didn't like their call to go for two when they were like it was twelve to twenty or whatever it was there, and like they went for two or something. It could have been thirteen, but they tried to make it fourteen. And like um, after the game, he discussed like why they did that, and it, it made sense. Like like if they get the two point conversion, which they almost did, like, it was like it hit Odell's hands. So like mm-hmm. like if if that's the case, it goes fourteen twenty, and then you know like more points that's good and like he was discussing like you know like through the math and analytics like that gives them a better chance to win the game if they convert that and they nearly did so i'm like okay like you have a good reason for it and like like part of the thought is you know the offense has been bad all game like do i try to do this two-pointer and like if odell catches that you know it looks right so like they still might right, like- later in the game so like it's a, it's a tough one especially when you're down multiple scores it makes a little more sense mm-hmm. and with the titans like obviously their offense is rough so like it, it's a it's a tough choice like when you're doing that like and it, a lot of it's on you know is there clock left and if there's not you know okay how how likely is this to work and obviously you know uh, going for the win versus the tie of the game is like no matter what happens it's it's gonna be like you're gonna be criticized on the results of it because like if if your play isn't good enough to work then i mean i, I the process is literally like okay here's this process like is your play good 
yes or no <laughs> like that's it and like there, you have to you have to be able to know can like do i have a play that will work like or, or at least like look like it should have worked like if someone like drops the ball you're like okay that should have worked he dropped it okay but like if it's just ass like i've seen a couple of just just very poor attempts at two-point conversions and goal line attempts this year like right it's there's a lot to it and obviously like you can get the analytics of okay like what chance do I have doing this and this and that? But yeah, for me, it's, it's all about like, why am I going for two? Like mm-hmm. in the giants game, I don't think that was a bad move to go for two there because their offense wasn't clicking most of the day. Mm-hmm. So if you do score, take advantage of the opportunity to get extra points. Mm-hmm. Cause you might as well, you might not find the end zone again for a while with the Titans. I just, I, I don't think it was a practical or logical call whatsoever. I think like if you ask me, they had a much better shot of winning in overtime against the chargers than the chargers did of winning in overtime. Like they didn't have Melvin Gordon. All of their touchdowns basically came on busted plays. Yeah. The Tyrell Williams bomb again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then one was to Mike Williams. Mike Williams had one catch for 55 yeah, yards. Just two touchdown. Off. Yeah. So uh, if, like their defense had stopped them in the inti- in the second half pretty well. Mm-hmm. Just if you do that in overtime, you're gonna win. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was weird. And the Giants won. Like if if they didn't get it, they're still down a score. And if Atlanta scores again, they're still down two scores. Like that doesn't change if you make it or not. Because like if it's twenty three fourteen, okay, that's still two scores. Like it's not gonna like change much. It just gives you more of a chance to win later on, and you can just go for another two pointer later on or whatever. So, like, there's that. It has more sensible scenarios, but. Anyway, that was a stupid call by Mike Vrabel and the Titans, and I hate them for it. <laughs> but, um, anyway, long rant. Um, Back yeah. to Earth. Yeah. Corey so, Davis was not great. Yeah, the Titans' offense is just bad. Um, Detroit wide receivers were rough. Um, they didn't really need to do much. That was part of it. How many times did, uh, Stafford throw anyway. It's probably like a low for him. <laughs> I was just going to check it out. 22 times. He was 18 of 22. That might be like a career low for him. <laughs> In passing attempts. But that completion percentage for him is great. Uh-huh. Has he? Okay, I see. This, he had a 21 last year. But like, I don't, I think that like he almost, he has a, such a high like rate of pass attempts though. It's usually like at least 40. Yeah. He's, like, so, <laughs> he's like always in the 600s or near 600, like passing attempts every year. He had like 727 one year. That's bomb. Right. But yeah, they didn't need to do much. And so like all their receivers kind of just got a little bit and carry on did most of it and blunt vultured. And then Michael Roberts got two. So it was kind of a fucky week for that. As we'd like to say around here, but fucky. Yeah. <laughs> Um, How did Golden Tate do? He got like eight points or something, which um, I mean, I guess I can, you know, sort by the teams, which I will do, and then pick wide receivers, and I can see what happens. So he got 8.6. Um, it was four for 36. Uh, Did he run? Yeah, he got a rush for 30 yards too. Nice. Nice. But, I mean, that's like floor game for him pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually he had 6.7 like prior. Oh, no. Wasn't his floor. <laughs> um, anyway, so tight end duds. There's always a lot of tight end duds, but ones you might have relied on. Rudolph, Ingram, and Reed had rough weeks. Um, the Washington offense is just, yeah, it's it's unappealing in many facets. 
it's just so dodgy, like all over the place. I don't know. I was super wrong on my Alex Smith call. He went back to completely his old self. Dink and dunk. Yeah, I'm like I'm thinking like, who's next for Washington as their quarterback? I don't know how they have Alex Smith on a four-year deal, right? Yeah, but like, I, like what if they decide they want to move on from him in like a year or two? Like, I don't know how the I don't know how the deal set up, but like, I have no idea where they go. Like with that, I think they'll wait another year. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, like they'll keep him all this year. I'm trying to think like. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna say Chad Kelly for everyone, but like, <laughs> yeah. Did they? When was the last time they drafted a quarterback? RG three and Cousins. Yeah, it's been a bit, man. It's been a wee bit. So we'll see. Maybe they draft on this here. Well, right now they're winning the NFC East, so they're not exactly gonna have Such a, hot a draft. Bad pick. division, but. I know what the, f- like, come on. Yeah, that and the, that and the, the AFC best. South are pretty bad too. They're competitive within each other. They're just not competitive with <laughs> the rest of the league. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. That's rough. But, um, yeah, Rudolph had a rough week. Um, I mean, it was Latavius got two touchdowns, and it was like it was literally the Latavius and Thielen show. Latavius broke off some huge runs. That sucked to watch. Yeah, he got like a 37-yard touchdown, something like that. Yeah. And then... Um, Ingram didn't get much going. The, the I mean, the Giants didn't get much going, and then garbage time. It was just how much can we get back? So it was a rough game there. Yeah. So those are the studs and duds. This we always yeah. like we always like like take a while in that section just because we're like obviously we go on our rants, but like it's, it's it brings up to... like a lot of things that happen during the games that are fun to recap. Yeah, and like also like we have to discuss you know what to do going forward like. Like, I mean, like, Corey Davis, like, it's going to be tough to start. I mean, he has a lot of tough matchups against good corners. Like, all year he has. And against Philly, he didn't. But, like, I mean, she, he's just had a rough time. He had Xavier Howard. He's had Jacksonville. He's had Tredavious White. He's had Jimmy Smith. He had um, Casey Hayward. And then next week, and then week nine against Dallas. And then New England will probably cover him well. Like, and he's Jacksonville again at some point, And then Washington. And it's like. It's, he's got a lot of tough coverage. Like that's the tar- hardest part. Is like when, he, especially in that division, like he has to face Jacksonville twice a year. That sucks. So yeah, that does suck. But, but then he also gets the Colts and the Texans. So it's like, eh. yeah, that helps. <laughs> um. Anyway, on to injuries. There's a lot of little things. Um. Texans have a couple things. They play soon. Same with the Dolphins. I'll kind of get that all in one. Watson's hobbled, but I assume he plays. But like. Man, he's taking a lot of hits, and like the Dolphins' defense is getting healthier. So, yeah, that's. Why is their offensive line still so bad? Didn't they trade Dwayne Brown? Right, they last year? did to the There's Seahawks. There's one okay lineman they got rid of. And then, Kiki Cootie reaggravated his hamstring. But yeah, Watson will play, but monitor it for sure. It's a Thursday night game, also, so that's annoying. Kiki Cutie yeah, re-injured his hamstring. He's out for now. Um. Albert Wilson's on IR. Poor Albert. What happened to him? I didn't see his injury. Is, 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 what is it? Is a hip? I think it was. Really? I'll 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 take a peek, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was his hip. Yeah, he's on IR with his with a hip problem. And That's then, not a very uh, commonplace one to see someone go on IR for. Yeah, it's odd. Um, hmm. but Kenny Stills continues the uh, groin injury uh, <laughs> epidemic among the league. 
What's with all the fucking groin injuries this year, dude? It's a lot My of groin. Them. Everyone's just hurting their groins, man. My groin. Everyone's just <laughs> fucking too much. There's just it's too much fucking. Just do your job. Quit fucking. <laughs> I mean, I know you're in Miami on the Dolphins. You're probably fucking a lot, but like. <laughs> There's nothing else to do in Buffalo except just, fuck. Just sit still, Kenny. <laughs> who, who said that? In, who I, I remember we talked about this a couple times. Who who was that? That was in Buffalo for a bit and said that. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, Some yeah. Buffalo Bills player. Yeah, it's one of them. Um, <laughs> Monte Davis. Go with that. Yeah, there there was a um, like Marquise Golden post on Instagram. And like it was him and Robert Woods after the Rams Niners game, or like it was before it or something. And it was like basically a post about them like being happy they're out of Buffalo. <laughs> uh, I'm see if I can find it, but like, yeah, Sammy Watkins is the only one who like hasn't like popped off being out of Buffalo. But he's, I don't know. It's that's been an interesting situation to watch. His usage in the read system is just very hit or miss. Yeah. He's either a decoy or he's blowing it up. Sammy Watkins is a good player. Yeah, for sure. Incredibly that's, fast, talented, good route runner. Yeah, that's not. I don't think the question is like, is he good? Because most people, I assume, would agree he's good. But um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Robert Woods posted and Marquis Gordon reposted it. But yeah, the caption was just out the buff. <laughs> out, the buff. <laughs> out of Buffalo. Nice. But um, dreams do come true. <laughs> Oh man, Tyra made it out. We had to go to Cleveland. So, <laughs> um, so any Michelle's hurt? Actually, I I haven't watched the injury yet. Was that the play? Like, did he fumble on that play or something? I believe Maybe. so. Yes. I don't know, but um, I could be totally wrong. So don't quote me on that. But um, he, no, he got, I think he did. He got his leg rolled up on, so he's definitely gonna be out this week. But apparently, it's way less serious than they thought it was gonna be. That's so. good to hear from somebody who had a torn ACL. Yeah, he he's had a lot of injuries like in his knees. Yeah, I mean, it's a, just bad knees. But um, mm-hmm. I, I think they're calling it an ankle or a knee. Another, they called it ankle at the time. Now they're calling it knee. Sorry, but um, he'll be out for a, a bit. But he's definitely gonna miss a game. Um, when's the Patriots buy anyway? Let me see. Patriots buy is in oh, week eleven. So I feel like they'll probably get him back before then. But I mean, like I like said, James White is killer till then. Now, Kenyon Barner is a guy who will get some carries with New England um, for now. How do you feel about him? I liked a lot of what I saw from him in Philly before he got traded. He's a very hard downhill runner. Um, I, mean, got, I don't know, man. He did He's get 10 carries last week. Line. Right. So. Much, Who are they? They're playing Buffalo, right? How much do you want to bet they signed Mike Gillisley? <laughs> I think they released him, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't know, man. Barner might do some work, especially against the Bills. I mean, he's worth an ad if like, you need running back help. Super deep league where the only people available are people you don't recognize and you recognize most people <laughs> in fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, yeah, so, so he's definitely worth a look. Um, I like that. Yeah. Blau Powell and Marshawn Lynch are both on IR now. Lynch with the groin, and then Powell <laughs> with a neck injury, which um, uh, they came out a little more on that could potentially be like a career-threatening thing. I so, know. That really sucks. I love Blau. Yeah, poor 
blah pow. I didn't see the injury occur. Me neither. I mean, I wasn't. I was not watching the Jets game. I'll be honest. <laughs> I was at first, <laughs> and then the Jets actually showed up, and I remembered why I should be watching Red Zone instead. <laughs> I mean, they, they they looked. They were doing well for a bit. They held in that game really hard for like sixty percent of the game. Because I I picked them as like an upset. Mm-hmm. Just because you know, I wanted to. I wanted to. <laughs> I mean, some um, things differently. Like that one interception Darnold threw that was just ugh, nail in the coffin. Yeah, Latavius so, Murray getting away on a couple of runs. Like that game was definitely winnable for him. Yeah, it was after the third quarter. It was twenty to ten, but it just got away from him after that. And like at at half, it was ten seven. <coughs> so I mean, yeah. they were in it for a bit. And, they were close. Uh huh. But um. So some other running back stuff. Uh, Royce Freeman, I think it was his ankle maybe. Um, what's his status? Let me check. So we got Royce Freeman is um, didn't practice today. We're recording on Wednesday, by the way, on Wednesday night. Um, he's pr- I think he's probably inactive. Same with Matt Burita. They both probably won't play. It sounds like right now. Obviously, you know, check it. But um, yeah, if if he's High inactive. Yeah, if he's inactive, obviously Philip Lindsay, duh. And then I yeah, I think Freeman probably won't play. I'm not gonna advocate starting Devontae Booker because he's not good, but <laughs> yeah. And then if Breed is out, obviously that helps Raheem Mostert, Mister Mustard, Colonel Mustard, we're gonna call him. That's that's him, Mister Mustard. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's he's the most Mostert, whatever that is. He's not he's not the most hurt on his team. Hey, no, Jimmy Garoppolo and Jarek McKinnon send their regards. Brita's <laughs> he has he's, he kept, he keeps popping up every week with something, but yeah, maybe he is the most injured. Depends how you define most, like most right. severe or just like most is in like highest number. Most surface area of your body, you can no longer move. Or is it like function. when Eric Ebron, like his whole leg, like they listed four separate leg things instead of just saying leg? Like why not just say leg? <laughs> leg. Like torso. Four, you had four designations, <laughs> like hands probably. The mm. them. Um and then Peyton Barber actually didn't practice today. Um And nobody noticed. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't I don't know what his injury was. Apparently he like got hurt and Dirk Cutter's not saying what it was. The fuck, I don't know that's fucking a thing that they could do. I'll Google Peyton Barber and see what happens. Right now Peyton. he's projected zero ankle injury. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, ankle. Okay, so if he's out, I mean, the Bengals have been kind of mad this year on defense. Is it finally Rojo time? <laughs> I'll uh, I'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> so Gronk okay, okay. and uh, Melvo both kind of scratched, um, sort of unexpectedly. I think Gronk was back. Melvo was hammy, right? Yes. Well, Melvo Gordon is what we mean by Melvo. Um, <laughs> yeah. We lovingly call him Melvo, Melvy, whatever. Melvo Melvi Gordo. Gordo. Yeah, Melvo Gordo. <laughs> I, whatever. Never his, never really his actual full name. But I, I assume they both play this week. Well, well actually, the Chargers are on a bye, so Melvin would be fine. But um, I assume Gronk plays this week. why they sat him. <clears throat> yeah, they, they won, so yeah, okay, works. <laughs> Gronk, I remember seeing the headline, like, Gronk hasn't traveled to chicago with the team but he might still play i'm like what the fuck no he's not yeah why would he still play 
<laughs> yeah, I think it was back spasms, but it's gonna take his own private plane to Chicago. Here I mean, okay, would you be shocked if they sat him against Buffalo? No. Yeah. So like, watch <laughs> it and ha- have a backup plan, because like, I know like not to like make not to. I mean, obviously the Bills you know beat the Vikings early in the year, but. I, I think the, I, I don't see a way the Patriots lose this with or without Gronk. So yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, they get the extra day too. So mm-hmm. he, there might be like, ah, well, there's no reason to sit him. He's fine now, but they don't need him to win. I think they're gonna win on the ground anyway. Honestly, I, I mean, I just think they're just gonna win. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I think they're just gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the main thing. But um, yeah, he could sit. Yeah, and then he's not right. Rosen hurt his was it toe or something? I think toe. I think I assume he'll play. That's like the consensus is that'll play. Yeah, it was his toe at at the end of a meaningless drive or whatever. But yeah, weird. that's like a lot of people are upset that he got hurt. But it's also the rookie of, anyway, so you're like, uh. right? It was like what fourth and sixteen. It's also the, the franchise. Yeah. yeah, it's a tough and, spot because like it's your it's a rookie, so obviously like okay, just give him more time, but. It's also the franchise, so it's a tough one. Like, well, like what? What I mean if you put fucking Mike Glennon in? Like, does it? I mean, <laughs> what does that really say? But apparently, Patrick Peterson wants out. So apparently, he does. Yeah. I mean, can you blame him? No, I really can't. Honestly, like he's a fantastic cornerback, and he's on a team that's rebuilding. What if What if Oakland sends a first for him? <laughs> Well, they got three. <laughs> they could. They could just send their latest one. I mean, that would be worth something because Oakland, let's be honest, is going to finish like as one of the bottom five teams in the yeah. NFL. So that draft pick is going to be high. You'd be like, no, dog, no, don't. <laughs> Not it's a, a no for me, dog. Yeah, there are definitely some teams that could use them though. Philly would be nasty with him. That's my. That's like my first thought. Yeah, Obviously they're they going pay, hard for a him. problem. But apparently the Patriots are too. Yeah, I mean, they would both. Patrick Peterson's good. Literally any team would be good with him. So like, I mean, like if dude, what if the Ravens somehow pulled pulled getting Patrick Peterson? If that the Ravens, be, oh my god, that would be bonkers. That would, I mean, that would vault them a lot. That would just make their defense just absurd. I mean, they already have. I think you can argue the best defense. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's pretty easy to say at this point. Mm-hmm. Given, I mean, they had one rough week and that was it. But like, they're definitely because Jacksonville's not been the same. I mean, Jacksonville's no. even still talented and good, but like, I think Baltimore's been the best this year. So I don't know what's going on with Jacksonville. <sighs> it's we're getting bad Bortles. We need we need Bortles to get a swag back in London. Mm-hmm. This is a yeah, good see, he needs to go back to London, travel, and regain his his yeah. What is it? The Blake Stoice status. Right <laughs> he needs to evolve back into Blake Stoice. He's his now he's Bortles. Yeah. He's not Next even Bortles. He's just Bortle. But um, yeah, I mean, Fournette's been out. That's what we're talking about. It sounds like he'll just be out through the bye, which is kind of what was anticipated. Like it was mm-hmm. the most likely scenario. I guess they'll put Hyde in as like the, I mean, I, I hope they go back to like their typical game plan of like what they did with Fournette and just put Hyde there and use Yeldon a lot. I mean, they have talented running backs. It's, yeah, the, I mean, I I expect they're going to use Hyde. Yeah, and like, I'm, didn't they sign Jamal Charles too? Yeah, he's 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 released now. 
He is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I I thought so. Yeah. And then uh Dalvin Cook's out for a couple weeks as well. Um I mean, obviously fire up your Latavius with that news. Um the last two weeks he's hit twenty points each week. Um New Orleans is good against the run and Detroit got snacks. As, as we talked about destroy, uh, Snacks Harrison to Detroit Snacks. for a fifth round or two. That's a good deal. That's a great deal. Snacks Harrison is one of my favorite D-line. He's hilarious, too. <laughs> he's so good, and he's so underrated. Yeah, he's such a good run stopper <clears throat> for Detroit. They need that so badly. But, I mean, Latavius will be getting starters touches. He got 24 runs against Arizona. He still got 15 and the two receptions last week. So, like, He's getting starting running back touches, so that's good to have. And I mean, next week, even if he doesn't get a ton of yardage, like I, I would feel pretty confident, in, like in week eight, that Latavius Murray could fall into the end zone against the Saints. They have a really good run D, but I think he's going to get a good amount of volume. They're going to have a lot of trips in, in to the red zone. Like, yeah. Like Murray will get red zone carries this week, and like I think he can convert something. So, like a low yardage, but gets the touchdown kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I see. Like he's definitely playable, of course. But um, I mean, okay, so Dalvin Cook. They said he's out two more games, probably. The bye is week ten. I assume Dalvin Cook's out through the bye, like, right? Yeah, they he's said week eleven be. was the anticipated return. Yeah, so that's a bummer for him. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I feel bad for anybody that drafted Fournette or Cook. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> you had yeah. Fournette in one, right? Yeah, I had Fournette and Baldwin and Josh Gordon in one. That one went to shit. And Joho. That one was just him being bad. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like some injuries and trade shit. And then, yeah, it was a rough start. Haven't been able to come back from it. A lot of close losses, too. Eli's garbage time hurt. He should have been picked, dude. He so should have been picked. Eli got away with one. It got tipped and it landed like right in the just the hands and chest of an Atlanta defender. And he just couldn't reel it in. It was sad. <sighs> but anyway, so um, Cooper Cup's probably out again this week. Um, I mean, I don't remember what Josh Reynolds had this last week, but I mean, he's. I guess I can look at that, huh? That's like we have this cool fucking thing called the internet. Now let me tell you about the internet. There was somebody who was getting a lot of attention last week, and it wasn't Josh Reynolds, but it was a different wide receiver that came in for Cup. I want to say he was off the practice squad or like a rookie or something. Some guy named Nick Williams who registered some sats, so that could be it. That might have been it. Um, I'll have to look at Cooper Cups. Yeah, or sorry, sorry, Josh Reynolds. He only had one target, which was you know unfortunate and less than we expected. But um, oh, apparently he was tackled on the one yard line. That's sad. But, um, I mean, he'll be playing again next week. So, I mean, I think he got a lot of snaps. I'm pretty sure I can look into that. But, I mean, Brandon Cooks had a good week. Robert Woods got some yards. I mean, like, it's still a good fucking offense. And against the Packers, I think it'll be, we'll get some more receiver work and not just girly time. So. It should be a Woods week. Woods week? Yeah, cause he, cause he, he played some slot. I'm, I'm gonna look up the snaps, like and all that shit, like and how it all went. But I think Woods was mostly slot last week, um, with with cup out. But it's pretty neat to see. To see. <laughs> <Let me laughs> That's see. pretty neat. So let me, Los Angeles, I, I I can I can remember Los Angeles Rams, but I never remember um, 
LA Chargers, dude. It's still San Diego Chargers to me. <laughs> yeah, and if what I keep hearing is true, who knows how long it'll even last. <laughs> yeah, so Josh Reynolds, like, was a starter last week. Like, like Robert was, Brandon Cooks, Reynolds all got 50 snaps. Well, actually, Reynolds got 51, but they all were in the same amount. So, like, Reynolds slid right in. He was in the game a lot. Unfortunately, he didn't get the targets, but um, it was girly day, so... They didn't have to throw a lot. That was a big part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like they, I mean, they, they pulled the starters at a certain point too. They did. <laughs> yeah, like so yeah, the starters of... only got fifty one offensive snaps and then Sean Mannion came in and took ten. So Oh my goodness. They didn't have to do a lot. Goff threw twenty four times. So for reference. So I th- I think that Reynolds will might be more viable this week. And they're go- they're gonna have to throw more against the Packers. So. Yep. So right now, and we'll talk about it later, but it's looking like a huge favorite in terms of the yeah. Rams. Yeah, like got to put the Packers point. to cover that, I think. But at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Tannehill's still out. Um, I don't know what the like the timetable on Tannehill is kind of like weird right now. I don't unless like I've missed something absurd that like I should have seen, but I haven't seen like much on him. I think it's safe to say the Dolphins are going to go in another direction next year. So they're kind of, I don't know, unless Tannehill, like, they can really rehab. He's just injured all the time. Yeah, they're, they're looking into, like, that if I was going to, like, look into how they handle the injury because he, like, randomly came up at the end of the week. So it's weird. Interesting. But, yeah, um, his situation's weird. Josh Allen's probably still out again because oh, so Tannehill's out this weekend we kind of we know that the game's fucking yeah tomorrow. it's Thursday so but he may be back the next week but probably not I don't know I'll just see when their buy is to like go off that but um Josh Allen's still out I'm not sure when he's gonna be back that's a tough one but um okay I do have a question for you though mm. um we, we haven't talked about it at some point but uh, uh Miami's buys week 11 by the way um how would you feel about Mike Gusecki if you're super desperate? Um, it's tough just because he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. And I think he has a really good long-term upside. Like, mm-hmm. Ertz's first year, he was not what people thought he was going to be. Uh, do I, so you're asking if I like oh, him right I, now? This week, given... Um, or maybe even next week. But, like, how many... Um, Albert Wilson's done... Kenny Stills is out. I think I think AJ Derby's hurt too. Who he's their other tight end. Yeah, he's the other guy. Um, I mean, it's not a bad here, but... option if if he's available in a league, he's worth a snag, especially just to hold on to for a little while. I mean, he's owned in like three percent of leagues. It's just dumb. Yeah. So I mean, he was probably the most highly touted tight end coming out of the draft after Goddard, I think. Yeah, but like, like I mean, fantasy wise, yeah, because the situation. But like, I mean, I was a Goddard. It was like Goddard was felt like the obvious number one tight end. Like, I meant from like a scouting perspective. Yeah, like I think Gasecki was. I mean, it was him and Goddard. Truly, they were one yeah. and two. Like fantasy wise, yeah. And then like after it all hit, yeah, because obviously like you know um who was it Hurst got drafted in the first round even mm-hmm. and he's pretty Hayden good. Hurst. But a lot of people had Goddard's number one and Gasecki was like like in the top three of most people's though so and like as a receiving threat primarily but 
he could have a decent week. Yeah, I mean, there, there's literally no one else there. Like that's the that's that's why I'm asking this question to you, Mozzie, mm-hmm. at this moment about this a Dolphins moment. tight end. But <laughs> well, so you look at who how the Texans have done against the tight end, and quite frankly, it's pretty pitiful. They, I mean, they they haven't really played anyone because well, Jacksonville, I mean, yeah. Buffalo. Like obviously Tennessee had that was like when I think it was Delaney Walker's injury. That was first year. Yeah, he injury. was out. But New England torched him. Giants torched him. Indy did well. Dallas did well. Like, I mean, I I would not rule out a decent Mike Gusecki week. That's all I'm saying. Dun dun dun. I, I like it. It's gross. I don't like it at all. But <laughs> I mean. Okay, I got, I got, I'll, I'll correct. AJ Derby's just been out for a bit. Nick O'Leary is the other guy there. So, like, it's Gasecki and O'Leary. So. I don't know if I like Gasecki this week as much, but I like him over over time. It'll be interesting. But, yeah. Um, what's I don't know Jalen's timetable um, for coming back. They just but, said he's week to week. Yeah. It, it was It's the Mariota thing. But, I mean, just got to watch it. Um. And then Geo and Sproles are still out. I think they'll they should be back soon. Sproles is more interesting to me fantasy wise when he comes back because mm-hmm. they want to use him. Geo is just clearly just back up to Mixon, but it has value if Mixon's out. Um, Anun was out for a bit. What did it, was it? What it was his injury? Isn't it a high ankle sprain as well? Yeah. So I he's not playing for sure. I mean, okay, not for sure, but I just, I'm going to assume he's not playing this week. Um, no, that's a long injury. Yeah, they also they from. also assigned Richard Matthews, which I guess we can talk about that now. But yeah, um, new slot guy, huh? I I have no clue if he's gonna play this week. That'd be pretty early. But I mean, obviously that puts Kirsch down a lot. Um, I I assume they'll probably use him slot and a bit outside, just because that would make sense. But if yeah, I mean Matthews is gonna get almost a like a full week of practice he's right gonna, yeah he's gonna be really good for Darnold though like he's gonna be helpful yeah I, I like the move overall I don't know if I love it this week it's tough I mean the Bears are actually not great against wideouts yeah that's, just... they've been getting beat deep some and um like yeah that's good the one the one way to beat him is if you can throw a bunch so they might just have to <laughs> Robbie, Robbie. More on, more on that later. <laughs> more on Robbie. It's like Wally, Robbie, Robbie. <laughs> trying to stick it. The Bears are really good against running backs, so that's like their thing. And obviously, Khalil Max there that helps. Um, yeah, he's good. Yeah, I've heard he's pretty decent, but you know, good pass rushers are hard to find, so <laughs> yeah, they're hard to come by. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Dante Pettis, I think I saw that in practice today. Bless you. Um, Dante Pettis. Yeah, John and yeah, John Ross is still out. I don't know what the fuck's up with his groin, but Pettis had a knee injury. I think it was MCL. I could be wrong. A lot of times when a receiver gets hit in the knee, it's an MCL. But I think it was just a sprain, right, or a strain. Maybe. I'm sure, like, if I look back enough, I can see what it actually was. But it was a knee injury, and um, I'm pretty sure he practiced today. If I saw that correctly. Um, let's see. Um, he had a limited practice today, so he may not practice this week or play this week, but I mean, once he's back, it's kind of worth looking into because he's good and they need a red zone option, which I think it can be. So 
That's neat. But besides Kittle. Yeah. Even more of like, I don't know. I, guess I mean, they, they need more than just Kittle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess Robbie Gold, right? <laughs> yeah. Kittle and Gold show. Mm. All that Kittles is gold. <laughs> uh, that was good. I like that. That's a good Niner team name if you're in yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or something about beating hard. But anyway, um, we already mentioned Doyle. He's practicing. He may be back this week, but eh, I'd be so kind of surprised if he was. But hmm, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know enough about it yet. I haven't been keeping track of his injury, and as like a Ebron owner, that's kind of sad. So I'm yeah. slapping myself on the Colts. Wrist. The Colts have a week nine bye, so I assume they'll hold Doyle out one more week and let him rest in the bye, just to like make sure he's like that makes sense, right? Like give him <laughs> just an extra week. Um, yeah, why not? Yeah, and then um, before the bye week, let him sit. Yeah, that makes sense. Teams do that a lot. Um, at least they should. If they don't, I don't know. <laughs> makes sense. Um, and then players coming off the injury, we talked about Foreman earlier. His isn't as optimistic as Elijah McGuire's is, but um, they get their they have a couple of weeks and they have their bye, and then Foreman might be coming back after that. Like he's he'll be eligible to return. So keep an eye on him. And then obviously Elijah McGuire, he's practicing and like he's good and stuff, um, but he can't like come back until uh, week nine because that's right. how it, it works. You have to miss eight weeks. So yeah, so definitely he's an he's an ad if you have room for it. Um, Especially with Blah Pow out, so yeah. I mean, they he's good too. He is good. I hope he's all healthy. Yeah, he said it was like a six week comeback, so mm. hopefully, he's had more than enough time to be to like get all his shit figured out. Yeah, we have him stashed in our vampire league on our injury, uh, in our injury right. reserve spot, so I'm ready for it. <laughs> and then, um We've had some we had some trades go down. We've had some trade action going on in the yeah. National Football League. About time. Yeah. So um, we talked about snacks and Richard. Um, Eli Apple is now a saint. So clearly the Giants are going into the, the tank mode. Um, <sighs> that's interesting for the Saints. I don't know how I feel about that yet. Obviously, I mean, like, I don't think he could hurt their secondary. I'll no. say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it gets worse. Um, <laughs> I mean, how's he been this year? He's been he's been better this year than last year, but he had a lot of upside coming out of college. Like people were high on him, I was high on him. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of a disappointment last year with the whole McAdoo circus scenario going on there. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him do well with another team. Yeah, but he's been pretty solid this year. He's allowed a seventy-two point four passer rating to him. So that's like fine. They saw yeah. like it's good definitely better than we anticipated um so that's a good addition to the saints they i mean they need secondary help so that's a good move on a contending team um what did they give up for him um i don't know what it was i'll have to look into it i'll look it up but dude yeah fucking snacks for a fifth is absurd that's absurd for a fifth that's such a steal that's like a fifth is is (coughs) could is probably nothing so Right. Yeah. I mean, if you think about fifth round picks, you have like Antonio Brown and a lot of nothing. Yeah. I'm trying to see if I can so find a, like what, the, what Eli was for. I don't see it yet. But I mean, I like I like the move just, you know, for that reason. But um, 2019 I'll, fourth rounder, 2020 seventh. So a 2019 fourth rounder. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's worth it considering he is a first round draft pick. 
why do they even trade these seventh round picks? Like, come on. Yeah. Dude, the fact that Josh Gordon was a fifth round pick, like, I know there's a lot of risk, but that's wild when you see, like, Amari Cooper was a first round pick for, like, trade value. I know. I feel like and it affects them their whole career. Yeah, I feel like you could have gotten this him for a second rounder, but I don't know. Maybe maybe a lot of people offer a second rounder, and Jerry Jones is like, I want him. <laughs> oh, dude. Do you know the, the faux John Gruden account? It's very funny on Twitter. I love it. But oh, I love it so much. He retweeted the Amari trade. It is like, Amari Cooper? I thought you said a mini Cooper. <laughs> Those things are wild, man. <laughs> I thought that was great. That was a, that was a very Tom Notch joke, I thought. But, yeah. Oh, man. So, Amari Cooper and Dallas, obviously they're on the buyer this week, so they, he gets time to mesh with his teammates and build some chemistry. Mm. I mean, I think his fantasy value is about the same. Like, <laughs> Don't talk about chemistry in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get out there with that mumbo-jumbo science <laughs> anti-God. <laughs> what but, you um, doing to my frogs? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Amari Cooper, how do you feel about him there? I mean, he's easily, instantly the best wide receiver by a large margin, there, right? That's that's a, that's clear. Yes, and I did. Yeah, I think I don't remember who I was listening to, but somebody was saying that Amari Cooper has been getting a very good degree of separation from his corners this year. He's just not getting the ball. Yeah, there's been a lot of times where he's like gotten open, and like it's been a different open than Des. So I, I think I talked about this with Andy yesterday or the day or two ago, but um. De- Dez was getting open like quickly and then wasn't keeping the separation and Dak wasn't getting it to him right away. Co- Cooper is like getting good separation at like multiple points. Especially right. like there was, he had, I, I think it was called like a slug or whatever. Like it's like a, like a, you fake the curl and then you zip up the field and he like, so he just had someone beat on one of those. Mm. I think you call it a slug or some shit. I don't know. Sluggo. But, but yeah, he, he just took someone's soul on one of those routes. And like he, he's he's a good player still. Um, it's I think the drops might might okay. The a, a, a reason a player drops a ball. There's a lot of reasons behind it, but like I think a change of scenery may help with that. Like I hope so. I like don't want to see Cooper fail. Yeah, I mean he's he had two great seasons to start his career, so like it's there. But I think it was just it was just a matter of he needed a change of scenery. So and Dak might mesh better with him than yeah car i don't know he and car didn't match super great i don't know it yeah was, we'll see i mean his fantasy value can't get worse um the carlos hyde trade is interesting i didn't see that coming personally um oh me neither that caught me off guard i it, i mean obviously nick chubb duh it helps him a ton um i have no idea what Duke johnson is gonna be apparently probably still not much but i mean as we said with- that vaults chubb to like low rb1 in my opinion oh for sure love, he's easily rb2 yeah so if you held child all year congrats um if you're able to snag him right away with the news you know or, or if, if there was like a daily thing and like you i mean he was worth all the fad bucks you could have spent in my opinion but um yeah obviously that hurts yelled in i think it, it helps it helps the jaguars team be better and like that's that's the main thing i think it even if they could have done it with Yeldon or someone else, having Hyde gives them more confidence to run their typical game plan that they have with Fournette, even if Fournette's not there. Like, agreed. Does that mean? Yeah. Like, even if like he's not, he's obviously not Fournette. 
and like obviously they could have just done it with Yeldon, but this gives them like the confidence to be the Jaguars. So we'll see. Um, I love it personally as a trade. I think it was a great move for Jacksonville and the Browns. It's a trade they can only do if they have someone like Nick Chubb. So they're clearly mm-hmm. confident in him. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh man, dude, I I got a Chubb when I saw that news. <laughs> I was like, I was, uh, I was like, I just got to play the wings in front of me, and I saw like earlier we just sat down at a restaurant. And I was about to eat some wings, and um, I saw that news, and I just lit up. I was so ecstatic. And that, dramatic I, drum like. Drum roll was the chicken wing. I got so happy. And I was trying to explain to Anthony why I was so happy about like about like a trade. And I'm like, well, the guy who got traded was ahead of someone who I like like he like he doesn't care about football at all, so it was just funny. I was just so happy. (laughs) But now Chubb gets to start, don't you see? Yeah. It's I got Chubb. Man, Mm. Chubb love a dub dub. But yeah, so obviously okay. (laughs) So in London, obviously the Jags are good in London, but like it's against the Eagles, so you Right now, like you cannot start any of these running backs this week against the Eagles. So. No, I mean the the Eagles. One good aspect of their defense right now is their run defense. Yeah, unless you're Saquon Barkley, you can't get running back points against them. <laughs> and that's because he gets wide receiver points. Cause yeah, he's also catch. Saquon fucking Barkley. Yeah, but yeah, aside from admit, like ahead. watching Saquon Barkley play, like in, oh, it's so fun. He's an absolutely phenomenal athlete, dude. Holy yeah. fuck. <laughs> yeah. Outside of Saquon, no backfield scored more than like 20 points in total against them. So, and Saquon got like 44. So. This is like your Keelan Cole game. DD. I know. I, I was, okay. I was going to bring that up at some point. I didn't feel confident about it, but like, it's definitely a possibility. Like, if you had to take a Jaguar receiver shot in any week, this will be the week. And if you had to pick one, who would you pick? I would pick Keelan Cole any given time. But I I like Keelan Cole. I also think DD will do okay. Yeah. Like, I think they'll actually both be fine. I would not pick Moncrief because I don't think Moncrief's that good. But <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting. So um I like I like having trades going on. It makes it fun. Um Yeah. And then of course Le'Veon Bell's still gone. I, I think it seems like the typical he'll come back when he has to to get his six games in. Like, he still hasn't come back, so he's going to come back week 10 like everyone originally thought, and they won't trade him. So Yeah, that's what it's looking like. Mm-hmm. I'm sure whatever they were asking for was just too pricey. Yeah. Team, like, the, the Bills wanted, like, a fucking second-round pick for LaShawn McCoy or something. What on earth? How old is he? 31? Yeah. And like I don't know why would you pay that for a three? Like, I don't know the bills are out of their minds. Surprise, but um. Anyway, that's that's all the new stuff. There's a lot, um, a lot, a lot of injuries this week. It was unfortunate. Um, you're probably affected by one on your fantasy squad. Rip, but um, Same yeah. Pain, so man. before we get into our usual next segment, um, I want to bring up a couple uh wide receivers, both rookies. So, Traquan Smith and Cortland Sutton. So, there's a, there's a fair chance Cortland Sutton's own your league. Um, Traquan Smith might not be because he had a bye and was kind of quiet this past week. But, so Cortland Sutton obviously is really good. But it seems it's apparently super likely that Demarius Thomas might be traded. Like, I know. A, there's a very <laughs> good chance he's traded, possibly to the Dolphins. Um, 
goodness. seems likely. But so if, if Demarius Thomas is traded, which there's a good chance he is, Cortland Sutton is instantly super valuable, right? I mean, he, he clearly has the second best rapport with mm-hmm. Case Keenum. Yeah. So like, you definitely have to consider Sutton a lot. And like, if you can get him in a trade cheap right now, I would do it. Um, yeah. While they while they still have DT. Yeah. Unfortunately, Chad Kelly's gone, and like, if Chad Kelly got the start, and like Cortland Sutton was there, they they had a good rapport, obviously from like training camp and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sutton's good. Um, I mean, like we talked about before the draft, the the, the raw specimen talent, all that's there, and like he's a good player. My question was just. Is he like refined enough yet? And I think I'm often look into it. I think he's had a couple drops, but like he's he's had some of his catching technique hasn't been the best, but he's made some really good plays, especially in the end zone, like where he should be because he's a massive human being. But yeah, I mean, he just lays out for it. Yeah, so like he he's having a pretty good rookie year, like a little bit unexpected. So um, yeah, he's good, and the and the team's giving him a lot of opportunity. That's the biggest thing. Um, yeah, he's like consistently getting two to three receptions every game, and like yeah. he's just a rookie, so we expect that to go up. Yeah, and then um, <coughs> Traquan Smith is another one. Um, he he is now the number two receiver in New Orleans with um, Ted get on IR. Cam Meredith's not a thing. Um, Traquan got six targets last week. That's like from Drew Brees. That's six, huh? Yeah, you got six targets from Trey, from Drew Brees. I mean, that's that's worth rostering. Yeah, he, that's like, good. He he is their number two receiver. He got you know after Michael Thomas got the most snaps. Um, it did, I mean, it didn't turn into a huge stat day, but like we saw before the bye, he just he just nutted on um, <laughs> the Redskins. So, and this was the Ravens defense in Baltimore. Yeah, like if there's gonna be a tougher time for wide receivers it's yeah i mean but i can't think of it and next week um i, I guess minnesota i'm not sure what they'll do with uh, michael thomas I, I i assume they'll have xavier road shadow him so mm-hmm. that could open up a lot of uh stuff for traquan but he is the number two receiver in drew B's offense so you should you should want him and they traded up for him in the draft so i like it i, I like him a lot this week yeah he's you mentioned you you gotta have him like he's someone like who who needs to be rostered and if he's not grab him because he'll be valuable and like the same with Cortland Sutton he's need to be on um I want to look at DJ Moore as well um keep him on speed dial kind of thing mm-hmm. um he's kind of catching up to um Smith and Jerry is fucking right for I like I don't I I I I like that. Ron Rivera has been like, yeah, like I know, you know, DJ Moore fumbled some, like we're, st- we're not going to like, you know, just bench him for that. He's like, he's our guy. This is that, but they're, pl- they're giving Jarius Wright and Torrey Smith playing time over him, which doesn't make it much sense. But I, th- I think DJ Moore is a guy to keep kind of ready because he's starting to yeah. get more targets than he was. So before the buy, so they had the early buy, he'd had four whole targets before the buy. And then since the buy that those next three weeks, he's had 14. So he's starting to, you know, take over Jerry's right, which I don't think is a hard thing to do. So 
Yeah, I've got him rostered in a couple leagues, just kind of waiting to see. I th I think he's going to be really big with Cam. Yeah, he's he's out targeted um, Wright and Smith since the bye. Ozzy Funches is the number one there for now. You mean fun fun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a grown man. Dude, honestly, like, I, I have been pleasantly surprised by Devin Funches' like, evolution as a receiver. He's impressed me. Like, I didn't think he'd be this, like, solid coming out. But Yeah, I kind of went from wide receiver three with two upside to two with one upside. It's cool. Yeah. Um, the, the Calvin Benjamin being gone effect, right? <laughs> it's a good one. Um, well, all the food that he was just hoarding, yeah, they can actually just the rest of the team yeah, now. Yeah, he, so he's able to actually that. eat and grow now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, on to um, – well, first, yeah, we always said to dig into our defense and the kickers real quick. Um, that's oh, that's yeah. the that's the flagship of the show. Um, honestly, oh, like, what what other podcast gives you such detailed, hard hitting, accurate <laughs> defense and kicker <laughs> predictions? Um, we didn't write them all down last week, so we kind of just didn't worry about it as much. But, um, <laughs> we wrote them down beforehand this time because we remembered to do it before we started recording. So we got a few kickers. Um, and defenses. I guess just the Thursday night game in general, Kaimi uh, is, is an option. He's a, was an option. He has a good floor. I think he's only been below eight points once in like, your standard kicking, so that's good. He's got a like a kick. A floor for a kicker is like kind of what you want, in my opinion. But Yeah, that's a good way to look at it, mm -hmm. honestly, because you just want them to not suck for you yeah basically. he's he's averaging 9.7 points a game and that's like good so he's definitely a top option this week if he's available yeah he might be owned because he's actually been consistently pretty good and then um honestly like i could see obviously okay, obviously Hughes' defense is going to be the, a highly desired option this week but i don't hate the miami side either just with how bad the houston line is like it Obviously, you don't like want to even try to predict any injury, but like if for some reason Deshaun Watson gets knocked out, um, I was just thinking that who, like if he if he's not a hundred percent either, who was their backup? Like we mentioned his name earlier, he was one of the former Browns ones, Brandon Whedon, right? Yeah. So like, if it's Brandon Whedon, like I think he's worse than Osweiler, right? I don't know any universe worse. Than the one where I have to watch on primetime Brock Osweiler <laughs> versus Brandon Whedon. Two former Browns <laughs> facing off. Facing off. Aren't they both? Like, isn't Whedon pretty tall too? Yeah, he's pretty tall. What's with the. Yeah, Whedon was 6'4, but he was old as shit, dude. He's like. <laughs> he was born in 83, but and he was pitching 2012. So, like, yeah, dude was like almost. Dude was almost 30 when he was drafted. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. What, That's absurd. What, what did he do? I got to – did he, like, play baseball or some bullshit? He did, yeah. He was a pitcher, and he played for Oklahoma State, and that was, like, the big sports science thing that his arm – he could hit clay pigeons with a baseball. I'm like, great. God, how did Brandon fucking Whedon finagle his way into being a first-round pick? <sighs> I forgot he was a first-round pick. How that was he? Was he better. just was he not good in the MLB? No. I injuries and injuries and poor performance led me to quit baseball. So. Uh. <laughs> well, you know what they say. <laughs> injuries and poor performance 
Good thing we haven't seen that in his NFL <laughs> career. <laughs> but um, so yeah, he he played baseball and then went to Oklahoma State. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after high school, he played baseball. Then he went to college. Okay. So he was able. Then he to, had his first kid and his mortgage. And his know. first drink. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> just the timeline. Just the time. But yeah, and like, but even even if we don't get Whedon, um, <laughs> we got on got on a Whedon tangent. Um, that's a weird one. The branded the branded tangent. Um, yeah, both sides of that game could be fine on defense, but obviously Houston at home versus their former quarterback, and they you know they want to fuck him up. Oh yeah. For being that bad, so. And, like, it's a bad offensive line Mm -hmm. with an immobile quarterback against a really good pass rush. It's just not going to end well, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Over, under, um, how many pieces Brock had snapped in, I'll say uh, (laughs) 1.5. Basically, does he get snapped in two or not? (laughs) J.J. Watt just going to gently lay him down. Like, okay, like, if you have... Osweiler standing straight up. You get J.J. Watt from one side and Jadavion Clyde from the other side. If they collide at the same time onto an Osweiler, does 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 the Brock snap in half? <laughs> this is a physics question. Yeah. <laughs> if one J.J. Watt is coming from the, and there's the also east. Um, two spiders and a Y and a banana. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, tell me about some kickers you like. Who else do I like? Ooh, Cody Parkey. Had a really nice matchup against the Jets. Jets have that kind of defense. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's in Chicago. I guess I'll start there. In Chicago, at home, nice place to kick, right? Uh, Jets are coming on the road with a, I would say, a pretty banged up defense. Their secondary is hurt. Um, Banged up is much different than banging. So (laughs) keep that in mind. It's just not not good conditions for the Jets. I think the Bears. Might not get a ton of touchdowns. They'll probably get a couple, but I think they're going to score a lot with them feet. Yeah, they, get some foot touchdowns. Yeah, they may not have to work super hard, but <laughs> I mean, it was like reversal with the Jets did when they were who were who were the Jets blowing out that dime when like Myers just went like bonkers. Oh, the Colts. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> Twenty-seven points. To the kicker. Fuck, dude. I know. It's a, absurd. That's wild, man. Yeah, um, I see. I see. You also have Fat Randy on here against the Bucks at home in Cincy. Um, How could I not? Yeah, I like Bullock. It's a good at spot. Home. Yeah, it's a good spot. I don't blame you. Buccaneers um, defense is garbo, so they're gonna score points. Yeah, I, I yeah, it makes sense. I mean, home favorites and um, obviously Dan Bailey home. Are they favored? It's a pick 'em in a dome, high scoring game at home in a dome. Good, 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 um, good. <laughs> and That's then um, good, good. I wrote, we got Chris Boswell, who will now be known as Bozzy. Um, ah, Bozzy. Yep, he seems like a good option against the uh, Browns this week. The Steelers are pretty heavily favored at home, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, with all these guys in certain conditions, watch the weather. That's important on the kicking. Um, yeah, you want good weather when you kick. Or don't. There was one game this week where the wet, the wind was really bad. And it actually did affect the kicks. I don't remember who, what game it was. There was the Panthers uh, Eagles game. That was like the really windy one. And I know, I know, Jets Vikings was kind of windy. That might as have well. been. But that one, but the the Carolina uh, and then um, Philly one was like the big, was like the super windy one. So, 
Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's getting to where we start. We have to start worrying about weather a bit. So just watch that. Um, and in that same game, I don't hate the Pittsburgh defense. Um, wouldn't be my first choice, but I mean, it's not like my last choice. Yeah, Pittsburgh at home. They had a bye week, right? Yeah, I mean, so Cleveland's implied total is 21, which isn't like super high, and they have a rookie quarterback. I mean, Baker's kind of has shown a propensity to turn the ball over so far this year. And it's, I mean, it's, it's a divisional AFC North game. Like those, those are always just lower scoring than you expect. So, I mean, that's true. I mean, well, especially the Steelers and the Ravens, but the Steelers Browns is an interesting one too. Really just, I I like, I like the Pittsburgh D in that. Yeah. Sometimes the Bengals and Browns will shoot out, but like the other three, like all together, like they always are low scoring. Like we're always like, maybe this is it. And then even like the Steelers, uh, Bengals this season was like lower scoring too, wasn't it? Like, it, like they almost always hit the under. So I think the Pittsburgh defense is okay in this one. Um, let's see. Um, okay, if you had to pick a side of the Giants in Washington, um, actually no, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my call out of the Giants after they I, I forgot that they traded Eli Apple and Snacks Harrison. So I'm gonna take them off the list. Are you okay with that? Yeah. In yeah. fact, I didn't really think about that in terms of doing the picks for that. Yeah, because I have, I have Washington. Yeah, you can change it, obviously. But um, they're in tank mode. But, yeah, Washington defense against this depleted team. Um, I think they can sack Eli and get some turnovers. And, like, that's what you want. And they're not at home, but I think they'll bring some pressure. At what point do they take out Eli? Ben McAdoo had the right idea on one thing, and that was that Eli was done. <laughs> like, that's the, like, that's the one thing he was, like, right on. Um. Who was the backup? Is that Loletta, right? Should be. Or maybe what? Davis Webb. It should be Loletta, but <laughs> it should be Loletta. But um Yeah. I mean, maybe they pick up Chad Kelly. <laughs> I mean, they are just fully tanking, so Eli's just the tank commander now. Uh I need I need that meme. I need Eli face and like <laughs> Yeah. Eli did ba- Baker's put on some good quarterback memes. I think I think Rosen has kind of Eli face too. He and Eli Dude, are goofy. His Eli face is rough. Rosen's is bad. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, Eli's um gonna be in for some tough sledding, I think. Yeah. And like, if they're like, if like Washington's like, you should always look at it. One, like Washington will be able to like keep the game low and slow, like they like to mm-hmm. now. Um, or they could actually like score a lot against this shitty Giants defense now who just trade away two of their best defensive players like that makes sense um I mean it could be an AP day but um mm-hmm. oh, wait is he healthy I forget I think he is I'm not sure did it could pretty Bibbs day and well he had an early score yeah AP's expected <laughs> to play so we'll see anyway on still on defenses um New England gets the bills even though it's in Buffalo they're not gonna pull a Vikings on this. It's it's Bill Belichick against what is Derek and now Derek Anderson, the the carcass of Derek Anderson, <laughs> the ghost. Yeah. So I don't I don't see I don't think you need to, you don't need to overthink this one. Um, it's Monday night too, so like it's it I'm I don't think I'll watch it. <laughs> I I will not. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be really bad. The Bills will get nothing done. And Bill Belichick, like as we've talked about, loves to just be a dick in the division. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think I need to go and look at the exact record, but the Patriots' <laughs> record against them. the Bills is just pitiful, man. Yeah, he owns them hard. It's like um, twenty and two or something. Might be ridiculous. worse. <laughs> it's so dumb, but um, yeah, it's hard not to like that. Don't overthink it. Um, and then Arizona and San Fran. Um, I would get behind either side of that, possibly. Um, I just need to know who's playing. Yeah, I mean, I assume uh, Josh Rosen's gonna play. I assume on that side. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know about Rita. I think he's probably out. But um, I mean, it's gonna be a rough game either way. We know Rosen's kind of been turnover prone to start his career. Um, San Fran is you know not exciting. It's in Arizona. Um, obviously, if the way you know the Patrick Peterson part, like, is he even gonna care? Like, there's that. I mean, I guess he'll probably play well if he wants to get out, like showcase. Yeah, if he wants you know? to get traded, he's got to showcase his skills. Yeah, some people, some people are like, ooh. So I would get by on either side. If I had to pick one, I would say Arizona, just because they're more talented on defense and they're home. So if I had to pick one, it would be that. I think I'd say so too. Like, I mm-hmm. think they have a better pass rush with Chandler Jones. Like in terms of how the defensive scoring happens in the ESPN and how yeah. those points are you know gathered it's not going to be an exciting game either way though like <laughs> no 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 and Bethard's had some good weeks but last week he got kind of exposed and had three turnovers so and the Rams defense just went ham so I know the Rams defense has more pieces that are ex- absurdly good but yeah they're like a team of specialized individuals <laughs> <laughs> led by the unit and Wade Phillips <laughs> I love Wade Phillips yeah Dude, like the videos of like his former like players coming back and being like, "Hey, what's up?" They like all love him. So, mm-hmm. um, and then lastly, last resort. Um, I don't hate Indy going to Oakland. Um, I mean, Lynch is out. They traded Cooper. Like they've got nothing. Like Carr is ailing. Like, and the Colts have a pretty good pass rush. Kind of. Yeah, play. they're they're actually okay on defense some games. Sort of. They're good at stopping the run, like on the ground, and they're good at, you know, getting to the quarterback. Yeah. So. Okay. The Raiders' offense is better than the Bills' offense, but I mean, it's not like a absurd margin, at this point, as much as that pains me to say. It should be. Yeah. Like it's it's better, <laughs> and like the the obviously the Colts took care of the Bills, you know, in Indy. But, like, I think they can take care of the Raiders in Oakland, unfortunately, as much as this hurts me to say. Mm-hmm. I think they can be a fine defensive streamer if you're in a pinch. Yeah, the Colts are a team to watch out for. I see them going on a bit of a stretch. Yeah, and I'll I'll have to see, um, like, um, fucking uh, the cost. But, like, they could be, like, an okay DFS option, too. Like, if they're cheap. I bet so, they're cheap. Probably. They are cheap, I'd assume. But... Oh no! So I've been playing some NBA DFS. I was looking at my lineup. Devin Booker got hurt. Rip. Nope. Exactly. It's it's basketball. I've been playing some NBA DFS. I've been doing well. Um, but yeah, freaking Devin Booker got hurt, and that's unfortunate because he was getting points, and then he stopped getting points. So that's no good. Man, injuries in DFS are are rough. Oh yeah, they're they're really hard to. I mean, you basically can't win once it yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. And I, not everyone before no expectations. Eh, I had a loss today. Whatever happens. Um, I don't know basketball super well, so it was bound to happen. 
anyway, sidetracked. Yeah. So on to our section of sleeper streamer starts busts and bold predictions. Lots of S's in that one. Um, oh, yeah. I'm kind of going on a little bit so we can get through this a little quickly, but um, starts. Um, okay. I would. Okay. This is just kind of an obvious reminder. Start James White. Duh. Like, don't yeah. get cute. He's good option. Um, Do it. I like Robbie this week. I think that Bears Jets game could get higher scoring than anticipated. The Jets kind of seem to have a knack for that for some reason. It's weird. Um, then they like they shot out with the Colts last week, but like they like they have the ability to sort of keep up, and I think the Bears will actually put up some points, and they can be beaten deep. So I think Robbie might take the top off, and uh, take the top off the D, Robbie. Yep, and not get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> but not um, in our eye. <laughs> who, who are some running backs you like this week? Oh, let's see. Uh, so I have Lamar Miller as a start option this week. And I think I prefaced it earlier. I don't love him for the whole season. I think a lot of people were waiting for him to finally have a good week. By a lot of people, I mean me. <laughs> but, you know, I, I mean, coming into the year, I thought he was going to be a lot better than he actually was just because of the offense and Deshaun Watson, but the O-line is just so garbage. But I will say uh, the two times he's gotten 20 attempts rushing, he's hit like 100 yards basically. So if week one, he had 20 attempts, he hit 98. In this past week, he had 22 and hit 100 with a touchdown. So like if they use him, and I think they're going to use him against Miami, then he does get some value. So I I like him this week. Keep him in the lineup. Like yeah, and then he's got um, was it Denver the next week. I think it was. He's got Denver. Next yeah. Week. So also not a bad matchup by any means. So it might I be guess. worth uh buy uh, selling once he kind of pops off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I can see I can see it working out. Who's the other guy? Oh, we have a uh, Marlon Mack here as well. Yeah. Um, right. In that same game, I think. Uh, I mean, the Raiders are bad against running backs, so you have to, you know. Most players in general. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, but like, they, they let a lot of chunks go. So, I think Marlon Mack could have another big week here. Um, just repeat his uh, his effort from uh, last week. So, we shall see how that goes for him. But I think I think he can have a solid week. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mack, by the way. That dude was really playing, like, he was playing his heart out. You could tell he was actually fighting to get yardage that maybe necessarily wasn't, you know, the design play or he was making things happen out there. It was cool. Mm-hmm. So, good on him. Got got to got to respect it. Put some respect on it. Got some respect on that. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> Not even in the dictionary anymore. Um good old ology show. Anyway, um <laughs> some quarterback streams. Um okay, so these two Dalton and Bortles. So we Back know on Dalton. <laughs> with Dalton it was rough, but he's been okay a lot of the year, and it's t- Tampa Bay. Like everyone has torched Tampa Bay, and I know, I know. Listen, I know Andy hurt you. He hurt me. <laughs> he's hurt a lot of people. He's hurt Bengals fans countless times. But listen, listen. Last week was the first time um, someone has like a quarterback hasn't gone over 300 yards. Baker got 215, two touchdowns. Still got like 20 over 20 points. Um, that was the lowest total since Nick Foles got like 15.7. Listen, their defense is bad. I know they switched D coordinators, but like they're still really bad at it. 
It's um, not going to fix not having anyone on the roster that's good at defense. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't see why the why Andy Dalton shouldn't have a good day. Aside from that, he's Andy Dalton. But, um, I, I would be very like, if Andy Dalton doesn't have a good day, it would be either because one Joe Mixon like just takes over the whole entire game, which if he does, it would be on the back of at least one good reception. So you know who knows. But um, right. Also, Dalton will still be through. Or if if somehow the Bengals just fully implode this week, which you know that could happen. Um, <laughs> but they've gotten one whole pick this year. The Bucks have gotten one pick this year. <laughs> I think it was last week, maybe. But um, yeah. So if they've gotten one pick this whole year, no, I love Dalton this week, man. Yeah, and then also He's Bortles. A great stream. Yeah. Um, Bortles, huh? Yeah, so you can only um, you can only throw on Philly really as far as if you want to beat them. Um, that's like that's that's like the first thing. Like you can't run on them. Um, they're in London, and the Jaguars always do all in London. That's like like I know it's a dumb narrative street part of things, but like I would wager that it does kind of matter. Being used to traveling to London to play helps them in that sense, and I mean. How okay. He's I don't think he'll get benched again. I mean No, he won't get benched again. I think there's low odds he gets benched again. And like he can run the ball. Like he even last week he still ran six times for thirty yards. He just got picked twice as well. Um I think he'll be fine this week. I mean I, I doubt he's owned anymore. <laughs> so yeah, after he's, he's last there. week, he's there. I don't. It's not my least favorite play this week. So. I can get behind it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, if I had to stream either Dalton or Bortles, I would take Dalton. Yes. But if Dalton's not available, yeah, he's probably would... next up for me. Yeah. Um. I also like Trubisky. I would take him over Bortles this week. I think he has a good week. He has the Jets. Um, we've talked about a lot of the pieces already, so mm-hmm. we don't have to blabor that. The Jets are injured. Um, I also have Baker on here. How do you feel about Baker this week? I'll, um, let's see. Against Pittsburgh. Yeah, they their their defense is not good, but it's no. also you know divisional game in Pittsburgh. Going to Pittsburgh as a rookie in the division, like it's it's a tough scenario. That's why it's not like my favorite. I, I obviously like the options of. Uh, Dalton and Trubisky more. I think I would put Baker just over Bortles here. <laughs> You're like, mm. yeah, I'm like, I'm still thinking about it. It's it's close, but I think I would lean Baker a bit personally. I think I would have to agree, but like, it's not by much. No, I just I think Chubb's gonna have a decent game, and I think Mayfield helps that. Like, I mm. think he'll open things up with the passing game. And I think he'll throw to Chubb a decent amount, too, and get points out of that. Mm-hmm. I like Baker. Like, I mean, Bortles could really blow. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's always I an really, option. I hope he doesn't. I don't see Baker just blowing. Yeah. I think that he'll do <laughs> <okay>. Right. <laughs> like, he shows up in the limelight. This is Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. He's gonna show up for the game. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. I dig. I dig. I was like looking at the stats for a minute there. Like 
do I agree with this? Okay, yes, I I do. I do agree with this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough like call on it, but I think it works out, right? It's gotta work out, right? It's gotta work out. It's gotta work. So if you had to rank Dalton, Baker, Bortles, and Trubisky, um, Dal- Dalton's the unanimous one, right? Mm, he is him and Trubisky me. are close. It's like it's Dalton and Trubisky gap, Baker and Bortles. Like, take your okay. preference on that, I guess. Yeah, that's about right. Is that fair? I'm allowed, yeah. allowed to do that. Do I have to make? Do I always have to make a firm decision? I'm allowed to be a little lenient. I'm calls. <laughs> Give me a break. I don't know. Firmly <laughs> grasp it. <laughs> but um, yeah, tight end streams though. I'll do that. Um, Uzuma's on here again. He just keeps getting good matchups. Um, and everyone doing, else around him's hurt. Yeah, he's been doing pretty decent with it too. Um, they get the Bucks this week, who are trash. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> Defensively, the at least. They're the worst against tight ends. So, and then um, Baltimore. Uh, I know I want to pick one, but which? Yeah, that's the thing. So they get the Panthers, who are have been very bad against tight ends this year. Um, I mean, Philly just just lit them up last week. Um, both of them did. So there is gonna be a Baltimore tight end that's relevant. It's just a matter of who it is. And that's the tough part of this, really. You know, there's just a lot of them. They have so many now. How did this happen? I guess I'd pick Hurst. I don't know. I think in general I'll be picking Hurst. Or Mandrews. Hurst. I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. Just... I, if you're feeling brave, you can pick one. Like I assume in like in DFS are probably all super low priced. So that could be a scenario. Like on DraftKings, they get like super cheap at a certain point. So, yeah. But there's not like a tight end streams this week. Like a lot of the good tight end matchups, like OJ Howard and Joku, both are like have good matchups. Um, but like I said, Uzuma is not super owned. Um, no. Chris Herndon has been getting looks, but I don't know if I yeah. love him. This I could week. maybe do Ben Watson. Um, I would also maybe start him. Heh. <laughs> Um, he had a good week this last week um, against the Ravens, yeah. actually. And um, Minnesota kind of funnels a bit to the tight end um, on occasion. Hmm. So I could see that being viable, possibly. But like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't love that by any stretch. But if you're really struggling, like, I mean, the Saints offense is good. So that's like the biggest thing for me is like if I need a tight end, a pinch, like, okay, at least give me like a good offense to work with. Right, where he, they could produce just because the offense is going to score. Yeah. But, like, so, okay, the Rams don't use their tight ends a smidgen, but every other team has, like, so it's been 14, then 17. I'm, I'm rounding. 14, 17, 13, then two from the Rams, then 30, 15, and 15. So, like, they have a lot, a lot of 10 end points, actually. Mm-hmm. So The Rams don't – I mean, the Rams have – Tyler Higby and that's it. Yeah, the Rams don't use tight ends, so that they, no. they, not counting the game, they just they've been like smoked by tight ends. So Ben Watson's actually an option this week. That actually I'll officially add him to our list. Well, as I there as I go through this more, bigot bigoty Ben Watson. Bigoty Ben. Yep. Um, sleepers. We have a couple extra sleepers this week because we have some thoughts. Um, who 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 do you think people are sleeping on this week? Um, so the one guy I wanted to bring up is from the Bears and Jets game. 
Well, I think a lot of the Bears have the potential to have a really good week. If I had to pick a sleeper guy, kind of sneaky pick to do well, I like Anthony Miller. Uh, hmm. Come on, that slot receiver there for the Bears. Uh, so, you, you know, Jamal Adams and Marcus May, whatever, they're the safeties, but they like to either stack the box or go along the outside, which usually means Buster Screen handles the slot. And he's actually not terrible at doing that. It's like the one thing he's solid at. But the Jets are super weak in their other corners, and they're going to move Screen around a little bit. So but I think Anthony Miller gets open. That's just me. Buster Screen, I don't know. He's not good, though. <laughs> He's adequate at being a slot corner, and that's it. He can't do anything else, which basically means that he's bad <laughs> because it's a game that requires you to be good at more than yeah. one singular thing. Yeah, I'm going to throw this out, though. He's pretty much done just slot this year. That's where they've had him pretty much all year. He's done 95% of his coverage out of the slot this year. Has he? Yeah, and he's allowed um, a 106.4 quarterback rating to like the – receivers i like like basically like there is 106 yeah 106.4 like passer rating sorry of like mm. out of whatever the fuck it is but yeah so he's not been like he's not bigger no no he's definitely easy to pick on um and like he's been getting just just annihilated in man coverage so right so i don't know i like i mean i do like burton this week as well I all, didn't all the bears thing. really yeah, I like Burton, but as the wide receiver guy, I am personally on Anthony Miller. Yeah, and that's part of why I like Robbie because um, the Bear, I think the Jets will have to play some catch up. So throw some Robbie's bombs. a big part. Yeah, there there can easily be a bomb, and I will be uh, working some Robbie somewhere this week. I'll find a way. Um, <laughs> so I have a couple running back sleepers. Um, I think Penny and Rojo both have an opportunity to have an okay week. Um, so I know that. Detroit just upped their D-line with snacks. Uh, I don't know if we'll play this week or not, but Penny should be playing this week. Um, they got him more involved last week, finally, I think. I'm pretty sure they did, before their bye, I mean. Um, right, before the bye week, they did. Yeah, they got him a little <laughs> more involved. Um, let's see how many carries he had. That's a good thing to check. They got a couple targets. Like He was he was in the game, as opposed to not even being in the game the previous week. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. But if there's any time... So he went nine for forty three and then two for twenty seven. So that's an okay, you know, line. Um, he also only had thirteen snaps, and so eleven of his thirteen snaps he was used. So that's a good like rate, I guess, that they want to use him. But um, I mean, they were on bye, and there's any time to get the rookie reacclimated. It's during the bye. Um, like I said, I'm not like this is like desperation kind of thing. Yeah. But like it's also a pick him up thing. Same with same with Rojo. Um, I'm a little more confident in Rojo this week, but I think Penny could possibly you know flash this week and be definitely be worth a pickup because Chris Carson and Mike Davis are not durable. So, and I know like injury prone and pretty injuries is tough, but like it's there's sometimes you can see there's patterns of guys not be able to stay healthy, and that might be just their poor habits or other things. But and Penny's good. Um, also yeah, I've been Ro- stashing him all year. Yeah. Um, with Rojo, um, Barber's hurt, and if Barber doesn't play, um, I mean, the Tampa offense is able to move the ball, and their defense is trash, so they're going to have to move the ball. And 
Cincinnati hasn't been good against running backs this year. Even with Burfick back, they've still just been trash. So, hmm. I mean, Kareem Hunt just fucking lit them up. So, oh, my God. Yeah, they've just been getting zip-zoop-zopped by running backs all year. So, um, I think Rojo actually could have a good week, especially if he has the backfield to himself. He's, worth, he's super <laughs> worth the play. And then uh, Raheem Mostert, I wrote in Mustard. Um, Mustard. If Breed is out, um, Arizona's run defense is trash. So, that's looking like he might be. Mm-hmm. So I think he will be. He should be. Um, and then I see you've got one other sleeper here who was a beneficiary of the Cooper trade. Yeah, Jordy. Mm-hmm. White Lightning, as they call him. Um, it's more of just the circumstances of losing Amari Cooper. That now the receiving core is Jordy Nelson, Martavis Bryant, and Jalen Richard. Maybe Jared Cook. Yeah. It's just not looking great. A lot of Jalen Richard, I guess. So I guess if I wanted one of those receivers, I'd want Jordy. Mm-hmm. And the Colts, they're like I said, they're a good up front pass rush, stopping the run. Not amazing against wide receivers. Last week, it went down because they played the Bills. Is there some shit going on outside your house, man? Oh, shit, man. They're back. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> hurry, hurry. <laughs> you got to get out of there. <laughs> They're bureaucrats, Morty. My, they don't have feelings. I think if you mix Rick and Kermit and add a little twang, that's how you get to uh, Mahomes, right? <clears throat> There's something in the air today. Do some Kermit. Yeah, and then add in some Rick and then put a twang in it. <laughs> then you got to add, add Rick to it. Yeah, add Rick and Kermit and then put a twang. <laughs> yeah, it's getting there. <laughs> <laughs> and then a mild twang, man. You're at, you're at uh, Mahomes. Man, that's funny. But um, what a guy. Yeah. Any 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 Martavis love by chance? If not, it's okay. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I honestly am like, if I, this was a scantron, I'd be selecting the not enough information like <laughs> available. I just haven't seen a whole lot out of the guy really to know whether he'd be okay now mm-hmm. maybe i mean he's talented he's that is fast a, yeah i mean he's <laughs> he's the i mean i i like who i mean they don't have much to throw to now that's the thing the thing is like i think he's just not been great this year i like i think he's dropped passes and not really capitalized on stuff when he was in anyway yeah i mean okay so like they've been they moved nelson and cooper around a lot but martavis is like the primary like primary outside guy right so i mean now he super is <laughs> i mean just to like add more to it and so i mean fucking who are even the the Colts cornerbacks there's like a billion listed here I don't even know like who's healthy and who's not on the Colts anymore (laughs) tough part but like I don't know I don't know if any of them are good let's see I'm not seeing any good ones I'm I'm looking uh maybe Pierre Desir who the fuck is that but anyway um either way my point is that I mean, Martavis could also be, like, a deeper sleeper. I mean, Jordy, I like Jordy more this week, obviously, because I think him and Carr are showing some connection. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Martavis is going to get some targets. So, um, But with that being said, um, we'll move on to some sits. Um, I'm just 
as even though I kind of talked about Gusecki a little bit, uh, sit Miami, just sit them all. Um, <laughs> Everyone on the team. Yeah, that's not going to be good for them. Like, like it's either they get fully just blown out, or the whole game is just super trash. I don't see them moving anything. So, that's it. Yeah, not not picking any Miami players this week to do well. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. not Osweiler. Nope, not against his former team. <laughs> nope. And then, uh, who do, who do you got for your sit? Uh, Crow. Sadly, mm-hmm. I the reason I put him there is because with Bilal Powell being injured, I feel like some people might jump on, you know, oh, Isaiah Crowell, he's going to get 20 touches this game. He'll be good. No. No. <laughs> he might get 20 touches this game. That doesn't mean he's going to have a good one, man. Yeah, that's, uh, that's unfortunate, but... <laughs> yeah, they're not great. Mm, meh. You gotta, he's got to, like, you got to wait for the matchup with Crow. Yeah, and or sometimes you just get lucky and he pops some off. You know, shit happens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but um, let's see, I think that covers everything. Oh yeah, wait, bold predictions. So hopefully you've come up with one. Uh, guys, Mozzie hasn't written one in yet, but um, I've got I've got Alan Robinson popping off this week. Um, I think he'll be a top three receiver this week. Um, yeah, obviously down the last week, still got five targets, but only one catch for four yards. I mean, seems like the game plan there, but. The Jets are just hurting um, a lot, and he's he's set up in a good spot this week. I, I feel like they'll get his groove back for him, and uh, he'll get his groove back. I mean, like he's gonna be open a lot, and he's I think he's gonna just just demolish. So he's I mean he's good. We know he has that ability. Yeah, it so, just hasn't clicked yet with Trubiscuit, really. Yeah, I mean he was pretty good against Miami actually, even um, the previous week. And like week two, we got like a crap load of targets. But I mean, it hasn't just—it I mean, it hasn't been feature Allen Robinson all day. But like, he can be that guy. So I think this could be the time for that. All right. What what have you what have you uh, concocted? Uh, some kind of bold prediction over here. Uh, that that's what I've got. Just bold what predictions. What what is in your heart? All right. Well, my heart tells me that Doug Martin is going to get like 15 plus carries and have a mediocre day. <laughs> so this is a two-parter in reference to the Oakland backfield. So Doug Martin has high volume, but mediocre results. I don't think the mediocre results from Doug Martin is bold, but... <laughs> but Whereas... High- well, it's two-parter. Okay. Whereas Jalen Richard will have... Probably less touches overall, but he's the guy who pops off. I pops off. They're gonna they're gonna get down, so I definitely think they'll throw to him. Yeah, I think he you know, he'll have like his thirty yards rushing, sure, but he'll probably have where, where, yeah, where are you putting him at? I'm gonna give him a thirty eighty and one. Alright, I like it. That's that's a good day. Four or five receptions. There we go. There we go. (laughs) That's a a good day. So, all right. Evaluating the Oakland backfield with the turmoil left in (laughs) Lynch's absence. Yeah, I like it. Um, So, I guess reviewing last week's picks, um, our bold ones were good. Flacco had a pretty solid streaming. Didn't hit, like, all the marks, but John Brown was really good. 
and a Baltimore receiver caught a touchdown. Um, and Joku was like tight end six. He got like 13 or 14 points, so really good for tight end, obviously. Um, Swag Kelly did not get in, quite the opposite. Um, <laughs> Swag. Our other calls, Carolyn had a really good week, just got vultured by Blunt, of course. Um, Royce got hurt. That's a bummer. Um, he was doing well, though. He got like 10 points before he got hurt or something. Um, mm-hmm. Flacco and Mayfield were good streams. Dalton was not. And Beathard, he said super deep, but he was not a good stream. Um, Sad. I had Njoku of not owned. I'm, I'm assuming by now he's owned, but he obviously had a good week. Um, oh, yeah. Uzuma had an okay week. Cooper was meh. Um, Goddard had a good week, as a, especially a sleeper tight end stream option. Um, hey. Yeah, they just kind of ripped apart um, the Panthers with that. Yeah, they, <laughs> there were two like top eight tight ends, or top seven tight ends from Philly this past week, so... Jesus. Goddard's good, man. If for some reason Ertz misses a game, Goddard is like instantly super valuable. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's how Burton was last year. But um, our sleepers were not so great, so Kiki Cutie got hurt. Um, so that makes that. Curtis Samuel got his touchdown. That was hilarious. I still can't believe that happened, dude. That was so funny. I saw that, and I was like, fucking Scott. But, um, uh, sometimes, man, there's no rhyme or reason. <laughs> it's just, this is the total gut feeling. Um, mm-hmm. Just wake up in the middle of the night. There's like, a rushing touchdown too. But, I know um, it was a rushing touchdown. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't get like a ton of points. He, I mean, he got like eight point five ish or something like that, depending on how or the gauss. But I mean, he got his touchdown, so I'm gonna give that to you. Um, hey. Um, Curse got nothing. That was a bummer. Gore yeah. Goodwin did not have good days either. Um, I thought Goodwin might, and like this, the the scenario to possibly have garbage time was there, but they just got nothing going. Um, yeah, and then the sits. Kenny Galladay was a good call. Um, to the Lions, receivers in general didn't get much going either. Um, Ingram was a good call. He didn't get much going against Baltimore. That was and a then, great call. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. And then, okay, so on TY, I ended up changing my tune a lot on this because Scott and I shared a team together where we have TY, and we opted to play him. Um, mm-hmm. The part of my sit um, was off the hammy, and he was off the injury report, so I definitely backed off of that. I wasn't fully off of it. I wasn't, like, as, eh, but I, I still wasn't, like, I, I was neither amped nor scared. I was just like, okay, it's TY, so play normally, I guess. Um he, he didn't get a lot of yards, but he got two touchdowns. So that really saved his day. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But the, the, Ingram one, the Ingram one hit out, though. So, hopefully with the TY stuff, you, like, heard me say the hammy thing was an issue. And then when you saw the hammy wasn't an issue, you pivoted. So that's what we did. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, like, discussed whether or not to take him out. And we're like, well, he's off the injury report. I yeah. think the... Colts might route the Bills, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it was there was a lot to it, but you you gotta stay fluid with these things. That's the biggest part of it. Um, let's see our our oh yeah, now we're on to game picks. That's that. Um, so last week, uh, Mazi beat me. He went nine and five. I went eight and six. Um, our locks and upsets all hit. Or wait, no, sorry. No, yeah, my uh my Houston, my lock uh. Was, was not upset. Yeah, upset hit. Yeah, your upset hit. Um, Houston beat Jacksonville. Um, New Orleans barely beat Baltimore for the upset. Um, oh, I know. Atlanta won the lock, and then you had Cleveland winning against Tampa. That went to overtime, so it was a close call. Um, yeah, and then um, 
I, I keep, keep picking to total him up. Let's hope we gotta we gotta remember to total him up before next week. But um, <laughs> dude, and the Dallas Washington game, I called the tie on. He missed the kick that would have that sent could it to have overtime. been a tie, dude. And, <laughs> dude. You know that game would have been a tie if it went to overtime. There is no question. About <sighs> and they he made it was a forty eight yarder, which is makeable, and they pushed it back. Yeah, man, it's rough. But um, oh Dallas. Anyway, so this week, um, some picks. So. Miami at Houston. We both agree on Houston. Um, yeah. We, we both have Jacksonville winning as an underdog in London. Um, is it? Are we just trusting the London Magic for the Jaguars? That's literally it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, but like, <laughs> like I said, it's been it, playing it, better. Yeah. I mean, it matters though that they like know how to adjust to London. That's like a thing that is important. Yeah. But um, we both have Washington beating the Giants after all that shit. Um, Kansas City's gonna beat Denver. I'm just gonna <laughs> we both agree that we both, we both have Carolina over Baltimore. That game started as a pick'em and Baltimore's favored right now. But after last week, Cam's just kind of in the zone, and that's hard to go against. So yeah, at Baltimore, Carolina, like it's a slight home field advantage. I think it's more about just Baltimore not being at home. They do better at home. Yeah, it, that it's gonna be a good game though. It's gonna be close. Um, I know last week we talked about like. Picking Philly was scary last week just because, like, this could be, and, and it was a Cam takes over. Right. Um, see, we've, we've, yeah, we agree on most of these games. I think almost all of them, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Like the upsets we, so we both have Pittsburgh with a beating Cleveland, with Chicago beating the Jets. Both have Cincy beating Tampa and Detroit beating Seattle. Yep. We have the Rams beating the Packers and the Colts beating the Raiders. Um, so right now, um, Mazi, you've got Arizona. I don't know who I have in that game. Um, yeah, I'll take Arizona. Yeah, so we both, obviously we both have New England beating Buffalo. And then on the uh, New Orleans-Minnesota, right now you've got Minnesota. I also do, but that may change depending on, like, a lot of stuff with, like, who like who isn't isn't playing. Like, the injury news is going to affect that a lot. Like, is Everson Griffin going to play or not, you know? Um there's like there was something with Anthony Barr going on. Um, let me see what it was. Um, da-da-da-da. So, um, so Xavier Rhodes and Dominic Cook were decided stretching Anthony Barr and, and uh, Sunday to NFL months on the day for Vikings practice. So like, obviously it's one day, so that doesn't mean a whole lot. But um, so they're gonna see how Griffin does this week as well. Um, so okay, um, more more updates. Bar and Rose will probably play, but like watch it. So like if something happens where like if all those guys play, I'll take the Vikings. But um, is this do is their stadium a dome now? Yeah, it's indoor. The the Minnesota one. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm wavering on it. I thought to pick them now. I know. Or sorry, no Minnesota's favorite by one. Sorry, my bad. It's like yeah, the Saints are great at stopping the run. Guess who doesn't care if they have a run game or not? Yeah, who, he guess who's usually isn't good at running. So yeah. Ah <laughs> oh, man, I'm gonna have to sleep on it. For now, yeah. I have Minnesota. But there will probably be some changes in these pit calls before uh, we do it. But um, mm-hmm. so also um, my lock of these unfortunately is Indy over Oakland. I hate it as an Oakland fan, but they're that they're just kind of blowing up the whole operation. Um, yeah, and then my other option i thought about was who scott went with so who do you have for your lock of the week the Bengals, baby <laughs> they're gonna kill tampa yeah 
we just kind of we kind of always pick against Tampa. That's our, that's our new thing. <laughs> the I don't Bills. know if I could pick though an upset of the week because I was looking through it. I don't remember if there was actually one I could pick. Um, let me see. Oh, that was oh, that's true. Yeah, like if you have Jacksonville, I guess. My ups. That's an upset. Okay, that's yeah. one. Who else? There you go. Because Carolina's the other, and that's mine. Is Carolina over Baltimore? Because that that moved that was a pick'em, then it moved to Baltimore favored by this point. But um, let's see. I think yeah, I think most of the other ones we kind of agree with the lines. Um, I guess the Cardinals are technically. That, that's a pick'em right now. Yeah, it's kind of that's unfortunate oh. there. Oh, mine the I'm on uh, this site. It's having them as plus one. Oh, where are you at, Bavada? Or mm-hmm. I'm just looking at like the Vegas consensus right now. Oh, uh, but yeah, I guess I'll take Jacksonville then. Yeah, because that that could that might move back to a pick. that then it might. I think it opened as a pick. I'm on most sites too. But um, yeah. I mean, you can if you want. I don't know how like Philly of Delphi. Is. <laughs> but I'm a nerd. hey, the recording is still working. We got a big old file here. So, hey, good stuff. We've been going for a wee bit on this bitch there was a lot to cover man yeah dude, this, it was wild like as much as you like one ticket dent stuff like we go on rants and tangents and like there was just a lot of shit this week so it's like we want to have a short podcast but then the titans have to yeah blow the game at the end <laughs> we so. also only do one a week so like it's kind of hard to make it short it's easier to like a lot a couple hours one day than it is to like kind of split a bunch of stuff up over a lot of days mm-hmm. so but yeah dude we're about halfway through the season um I mean, okay, I want to see some stuff that I was, like, super wrong or that we nailed kind of thing. I guess we can go back. and Oh, wait. Oh, let me pull up Sleeper and check out that draft we did. That last, like, mock draft we did. I think we had, we did a couple of them, right? Yeah, we did. So there, the one where I did take Rodgers or the one where I didn't? I don't remember. Let me look at my draft boards that I have saved. So, um, that is not it. Completed drafts. Here we go. Um... There's a oh there's one where we had different teams, so um, I'd be interested to see like how the, they would be now. Um, so the, yeah, this one we took Rogers. So my team, I went A, B, and Julio to start, and then Alex Collins, Marshawn Lynch, carry on, Sanders, Michelle, Delaney Walker, who obviously I would have replaced at this point, Jamison Crowder, Matt Ryan, Jordan Wilkins, Matt Breida, Geronimo Allison, Chris Godwin, Denver D, or Robbie Gold. But like some of those obviously don't matter. But it's a pretty Matt solid Breida group, though. Like the 13th yeah, is Yeah, Sanders nice. has been good. Carrion's good now. Marshall Lynch is done, but I second place him out with Carrion. Michelle's good. I mean, he's hurt now. Collins has been up and down. Brita's kind of been there. And obviously, waiver steps a part of it. But, like, this this team would probably be doing okay at this point, I think. Be okay. Yeah. Definitely. So. Yeah. I mean, and there's always so many changes people do after the draft. Yeah. I will I will link you um, the draft board so you can read off your team as well, if you'd like. Thank you. Yeah. Just so you have to, you know, sleep in the shame there of that. <laughs> Let's see. I'm on the far right. Yeah, you're, you're Scott Zada. You got Odell with your first. Okay, cool. So I have Odell, Dalvin Cook, Lulz. I never liked him, I'll be honest. <laughs> but he was the only guy available right there that I was willing to take. Let's see. Yeah. Odell, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Rodgers, he's fine. Lamar Miller, meh. Evan Engram hurt. Uh, Rashad Penny, uh, <laughs> sleeper. 
that's been rough thus far. But I got a uh, Jordy Nelson, Cooper Cup, Cooper DJ Cup was Moore, a good one. Michael Gallup. So I got a couple swings on some wide receivers there. Then Adrian Peterson in the eleventh is nice. Uh, Eric Ebron in the twelfth. Uh, Saints defense zoinks. Remember when they were good last yeah. year? Remember you did the round of Teddy, but I mean that would be replaced at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Teddy. And then I got James Connor. There in you the go. 15th that that's your right saving here. grace right now. <laughs> I don't. I'm trying to think. Like I would, like I would have to like kind of line these out and like see which one's been better at this point. I mean, it, my team right now of Odell Rogers, James Connor, Lamar Miller. Eric Ebron, Cooper Cup, like it's not bad. Adrian Peterson. I would be definitely down to take the time and see, like, best ball wise, which of these would be the best right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I could be fun to do. And then we also had another draft we did together where we took the turn. So this one's kind of oh. rough because there were some injuries that hit. Um, so see if I can find but, this. But I'll, I'll pull it up. I'll send it to you. So we took Julio and Barkley at the turn of the first, which that was good. Mm-hmm. especially Barkley dude so good start we did not lose at the start of the draft um, however the next turn we took Cooper and Fitzgerald so that was not good and then we took Geis and Henry oh <laughs> so, no but like like right after we did this Henry went down so like we're like okay we would have taken like Rudolph or something I guess mm-hmm. yeah but I mean at that point the tight end would just be replaced um, and obviously Geis is hurt this was pretty early on obviously because it, right, oh. it was right before Henry got hurt and we took Penny and Cup, so that was good. Yeah. Um, with Cup, at least. Penny, not so much. Carry on. That worked. Stafford has been fine, I think. Maybe, I mean, quarterbacks lose. Um, CJ Anderson has been nothing. Marquis Lee got hurt. Michael Gallup hasn't really been anything. Saints and Matt Prater. So, kind of, kind of a rough team outside of, like, a few guys. We had Julio and Barkley. And cup and carry on. <laughs> so, this was a pretty rough team, but we had a lot of injuries between Geis and Henry and uh, Lee there. But the Geis and Henry at the 5 6 turn, that was unfortunate. And then Cooper and Fitz have just been not not solid. Trying to look at some guys we could have taken. Oh, we could have taken Diggs and Cooks. Oh, man, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I think we were torn on probably Fitz or Diggs, and we went Fitz because he was safe. Right. <laughs> but yeah, we could cool. add one of those guys. We, oh, we could add Juju too. But um, and then instead of guys from Henry, I mean the tight end was there. But instead of guys, we could. There weren't really a lot of good options after that, honestly. Like that next round, like I guess we got a Marvin Jones, but like or Sony. But I mean, we got Cup and Carry on. Those are good picks. So yeah. But <laughs> one's like a little rough. The other ones, the ones we individually did aren't too bad right now. I would be willing to go through and see it. Like if I if I drafted that team there, obviously I'd have been like squirming around for running backs to start. But um, yeah, it's been interesting. So that's fun to look at. I mean, like I'm in like I did a couple best ball leagues on draft before the season started, and I don't think those are going well. I can check that right now and share how bad those are. What is it called? So like it's just called Draft.com. I did a lot of best ball leagues before the season started. Oh man, these are uh, I'm in one that's going well. So. I'm in five 12-person ones and one three-person one. So my three-person one, I'm third place by a lot. Um, just by a, by a significant margin. Oh, I'd love you on Bell and Dalvin Cook. Oh, and Devonta Freeman. Oh, no. And Delaney uh, Walker. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> That's why best ballers can be rough sometimes. That's horrible. Um, 
Yeah, I'm like so. I'm last in that one. I have a ninth out of twelfth, a ten out of twelve, an eight out of twelve, and eleven out of twelve. Those are those are rough, man. My best ball drafts are bad. Um, I did. I do have one that I did later on where I didn't get boned by injuries that I I am third in, and in that one I still I have Bell and Cook and Freeman and Walker in that one still, but I've managed to be okay because I have Adam Thielen. So. Hmm. I think He's everyone else, good. but like, luckily this one's just like really close and everyone else has gotten boned. There's not like a clear like leader. So, but man, yeah, best ball can be, I don't think I'm going to do best ball ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I did one where I got Mahomes, but yeah, so that's the downside of best ball is I guess you just got to like fire a bunch off and like try to spread some exposure because if you get boned by injuries on those. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> it's not a real yeah. league. That's the part. It's like, I love real leagues. Because, like, I love the waiver wire and the trades and shit. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is so fun. Especially when leagues are, you promote trading and, like, everyone's into it and all that. So. But, uh. Has, good. I was going to say, has Houston won four in a, games in a yeah, row? Yeah, they have. Hmm. <laughs> it's probably gonna be five. They're gonna be five and three, <laughs> and Bill O'Brien's gonna be sitting there like thinking he's like Big Dick McGee, but like they just got they've gotten lucky. Like I think I think all of their games have been pretty close. I think last week was like not as close. Let me check it. Let me check check it check it out. Jacksonville, um, right? They yeah, they won twenty to seven. But like the the previous three were they they barely beat the Bills. And then they won in overtime against the Cowboys and Colts. Woof. Yeah, so eh, they're squeezing them out, man. They've, they've all other games have been pretty close this year, though. But um, I think they're gonna beat the Dolphins and go to five and three, and probably be the Broncos. Like they have a pretty easy schedule. Like, they do. So okay, they get Dolphins, Broncos. Washington, Titans, Browns, Colts, Jets, Eagles, Jaguars. So, like, they could... I originally picked the Texans to win the division, and then they were 0-3, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, man. Yeah, it might, it might work out. Who knows? Man. Football, this is wild, man. It's wild. Wow. But, anyway, <laughs> we are going to probably conclude this episode here in a moment. Uh, Miles and the Muscle, thank you all for tuning into this uh, pretty long episode. I'll just see the time on it exactly. But, you know, we like, you can do this once a week. We like to sit and chat football. We're buds, you know. Yeah, just talking football. It's a couple guys being dudes. The dudes doing guys stuff, talking <laughs> ball. <laughs> anyway, that will... Uh, I had to burp speaking of dude stuff. Dude um, stuff. Yeah, well, we'll be back for uh, week nine, man. It's, it's the, the bye weeks are going to start hitting hard, too. I just, yeah, I, think, I, think I feel like eight through 12, right? Is yeah. Like... I, I'll have to check, but I'm pretty sure. Let me, I guess I'm going to look at the schedule before we pop off of here. But um, does it show the buys? Yeah, there's four buys this week. I think there's one where they have six. Yeesh. Yeah, so in week nine, there's six. And then oh, week 10, there's four. But the, I think, I think pretty, yeah, week nine is the one where there's six. Oh, there's also six in week 11. So I, say, I think week 11, there's some really big buys like yeah. the Patriots and, and the Rams or stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, week 12 is Chiefs and Rams. So, like, that's going to be a sad week. 
Damn. But um, yeah, weeks nine and week week eleven are both rough in terms of the bye weeks. So prep ahead of time if you can this week. Um, yeah, that's gonna be a a bummer, you know, if you if you get boned by that. So um, <laughs> so don't get boned by it. Yep, don't get boned anymore by <laughs> fantasy football. But um, thanks everyone for tuning in, and we'll be back next week. Thank you. Thank you.